Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Duckfeed Presents. This episode is brought to you by one specific Brian Wade. Uh, Brian Wade decided to back my Souls of Darkness Kickstarter at a level in which he got a personal podcast project, and he had the idea, the brilliant idea, of doing a D&D session. Uh, so we rounded up some people, and this is that session. Uh, it is myself, uh, Brian Wade, Jeremy Greer of Days of Future Cast and Dark Souls Hater, uh, and Don't Give Up Skeleton, uh, Brayton Cameron of The Pitch and Teenage Dirtbags, and we are being DM'd by Shane from The Short Game. Uh, it is a real good time. I want to say that it is very lightly edited. Uh, it kind of cut off the beginning, cut off the end. Um, there are a couple of Skype problems. We have a lot of people on, you know, not everybody recorded their own track because technical issues and just the kind of amount of, of labor. So this is what this is. Uh, think of this as a very quick and dirty kind of bonus show uh, that ordinarily wouldn't get. But it is, uh, I think there are lots of goofs. I think it is a, a pretty good fun time. Shane does an awesome job. Um, so big thanks to Brian. Uh, near thanks should go to Brian. Uh, Brian Wade for, uh, you know, uh, coming up with this idea and uh, making, you know, being the change he wants to see in the world. So uh, without further ado, here is the tale of the band of mercenaries, Brian Song. kick this off, um, I'll just start off by giving you a little bit of an introduction to a location. Uh, maybe this is a location that you guys have set up your um, your uh, your party's headquarters, sure. where you hang a shingle to fight evil throughout the realm, uh, under the banner of Brian's song, which presumably you had a bard at some point, and maybe he died. He was named Brian. Uh, yeah. He was really our leader, but I mean, what can you do? He's been listless and angsty ever since, which is what I yeah, want. He, he didn't die. He died inside. He died inside, <laughs> and he quit. Didn't like the killing life, I guess. Uh, so the town of Daggerford is a uh, is a town. It's a fortified town on the River Shining, on the Sword Coast, in the western heartlands of Faerun. Uh, it lies 500 miles north of Elturel, along the Tradeway. It's got a population of around 900. It's a kind of a smallish town. Uh, with a number of outlying farms and hamlets and estates that bring the overall population to around 2,000, so it's still pretty pretty small potatoes. Uh, it's strategically placed along the tradeway, and it has a fortified uh, dwarven-built castle at its heart. So this is where you guys decided to make your headquarters. Uh, what sort of headquarters did you build? Uh, so I think Tana is... Uh, she, when, I, when I named her Tana the Tinker, I was thinking... Uh, because I just reread um, Patrick Rothfuss's books recently, I was thinking Tinker in the uh, in the Kingkiller Chronicles sense, where she's kind yeah. of a traveling merchant a little bit uh, of unusual goods. So, if it's not too much of a stretch, would it be fine if I had like 
one of the magical items that just builds us a building like a, oh, sure. a place to, to rest I don't know which I don't remember which which ones they are but the uh, I guess I guess I could just have like the Lehman's tiny hut spell on a scroll or something like that how about well that uh, would be a really cramped and inconvenient place to live yeah, I think it's about, a radius of about uh, it, it's truly descriptive as that's true hut. it's yeah it's like it's like 10 feet or something isn't it Brian's bone spell to the bungalow. Mag- yeah, yes. there we go. A variant on the Magnificent Mansion spell. Brian's yeah. Bountiful Bungalow produces yeah, was... an enormous uh, piazza uh, right in the middle of Dagger. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's why Brian quit. It was too garish. <laughs> yeah, why do you guys keep saying my name? <laughs> <laughs> he named the spell. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, now you meanwhile, you're, uh, you've you been attempting to grab kind of a rare afternoon of downtime. Um, and you're you're back at your headquarters waiting for the next hot ticket to come in the door. Um, and so uh, just walk me through a typical day in the life of a mercenary. What sort of sort of situations might you be in where you might be accosted by someone who needs help? I am probably uh, outside the bungalow sharpening my axes because that's pretty much the that's only exactly thing I know how to do. I was going to recommend. <laughs> Axehole is outside the bungalow sharpening axes. Would everyone mind going around and introducing their character and uh, telling me a little bit about, about what you might be doing on a, on a typical day of downtime? All right. Does everybody have, just for uh, not stepping on each other, does everyone have the same formula of pictures on their Skype window? Like, who's in your... So mine goes Brian, Jeremy, Shane, Brayton. I have mm-hmm. Shane, Brayton, Jeremy, Gary. So totally different. Yep. Um, yeah. It'd probably be useful to have kind of a standing order of those things, right? Yeah, not. sure. Yeah. Um, so maybe uh, alphabetical, like maybe Brayton, uh, Brian, Jeremy, or Gary, Jeremy, and then change yeah. the DM. So yeah, and then so Shane can Shane can just get in whenever he wants to because yeah, that's that's the DM's prerogative. So so what's what's Brayton doing? Not to oh. I'm sorry, not to backseat a DM. I was just thinking oh, yeah. about that's, Skype that's logistics. That makes sense. Brayton, tell us about a typical day in the life of Grimdark. So Grimdark, Black Arrow, uh, who is a half-elf big game hunter, uh, would probably be spending his uh, his days off uh, resupplying, doing some light fishing, uh, you know, uh, brooding. He's real into that. Uh, probably went to a tavern and sat in the darkest corner and drank the darkest wine that he could. So just like right. a real, real dark red. Yeah, well, he puts his hand over it, too. So maybe, maybe even like a blackberry wine. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yes. darkest of the berries. Yes. None more black. All right, well, uh, Tana is a gnome wizard, uh, and also, as previously described, is a bit of a tinker. So she uh, she spends a lot of her free time just kind of, like, researching uh, magical items, and she's always on she's always on the hunt for, for interesting things that she could, she could collect and sell. Okay. So that's what she's doing. Yeah, uh, Cave in the Necromancer. Um, wherever we set up tent or set up a bungalow in town, has headed off to the local uh, graveyard to do some light pilfering and desecration <laughs> um, <laughs> in order to uh, to gather reagents and also kind of contemplate death and think about what it will be like to no longer be living. Think about skulls <laughs> and the other side. Uh, possibly write some poetry um, to that effect and possibly do some some grave drugs. Uh, out there, but uh, if he's actually in the, uh, if he needs to be at the bungalow, um, he has returned with a uh, a large nondescript sack, uh, and is pouring over its content uh, in the middle of the darkest corner of <laughs> the common room. 
looking over his shoulder. Why do you always have to sit so close to me? Frequently. <laughs> It's the only place where I can fit everything. <laughs> well, as uh, just as he is pouring his uh, pouring over his many bags of bones, um, he hears a a clattering coming from outside the bungalow, uh, and uh, a frantic bleating, um, a a clattering on the stones, the cobblestones outside, uh, and uh, he hears a, a thump. Once, twice, three times, and the door bursts open, and standing before before him is a goat. Mm. Uh, it is a uh, very nice-looking, kind of healthy, hale and hearty goat uh, with uh, a black face and curly, cue, cur uh, curved horns. Uh, and it has something in its mouth, and it clops up to him, um, and it starts clattering back and forth on its hooves. Okay. Uh, stop that. That infernal racket goat. Give me that, you fool. You sorry living fool. Uh, <laughs> and I will rob the contents of that goat's jaw. All right. Mightily. So you've just acquired um, you have just acquired a scroll uh, that if I can get a quick arcana check from you, you can interpret the arcane writing upon the wax seal. Okay. Are you guys using a specific site for dicing? Uh, we're just rolling dice. Okay. Oh shit! Well, I don't have dice. Let me. I'm going to use a website because I. Well, I didn't know how we were doing it. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm just rolling a twenty. Yeah. Yep. Um, sorry about this, guys. Um, number of sides twenty, and the number of rolls one. All right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Don't, don't give me the average. No. <laughs> Just go to Slack. Slack has the, uh, the robot. Hey, I'm going to go to random.org. That's what That's I need. probably better. Yeah. Um... Oh, man. I'm, I'm just test rolling uh, D20s over here and doing real shitty. <laughs> That's good. You're getting your bad rolls out. Like you guys, you guys heard of a number that's higher than eight? I haven't. Nope. <laughs> All right. I well, my name have, is Axel, so almost certainly not. <laughs> this, uh, I, I apologize again for the wait. And um, this certainly won't happen. My luck will run out. But this was a natural twenty, so I have critted wow. this. So. So you absolutely can interpret this scroll. Um, it's labeled uh, in a fine elven hand. Um, it says. Scroll of Speak with Animals Modified. And furthermore, uh, having interpreted the modifications, you can see that it is primarily the duration of the spell that's been modified. This is an elongated uh, Speak with Animals scroll that this goat mm. has just given you. Okay. Um, yeah, in that case, uh, I, who am I to turn down this goat? Um, I will <laughs> read the spell to my, you know, cast the spell. And then... Uh, and say, what of it, goat? Speak. Bah, bah, uh, uh, hey, hey, is this, can you hear me? Can you understand yes, me now? Yes, yes. Get on with it. Uh, greetings. You, I suppose you want some food or one of these bones? They are I'm mine. in dire need of aid. Quickly, <laughs> they're almost upon us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who, you blathering fool? Who, uh, the agents of my enemy? My name is Fine Fear Shine Bright. 
I am a wizard of the greatest renown. Mm. And my, my foes are almost upon us. A loud howling fills the air, accompanied by the sound of angry yells and the occasional scream that seem to be drawing closer and closer in the street outside. Um, are, you, uh, are you in a position where you can see out the door, or is anyone? Uh, I probably wouldn't be. And I'm still outside sharpening my axe, I think. <laughs> well, axe hole outside, the, the cause of these sounds quickly becomes apparent uh, because a large half-orc swaggers towards you, um, and he's pushing his way through a crowd out, outside that always accompanies the appearance of this magical building. Um, as the onlookers part, you see an enormous half-orc, uh, tall and carrying an enormous broadsword. Uh, he's with him. Uh, he has large wolves wearing iron collars, uh, and there's a hulking... He, he's, he's wearing... Uh, uh, behind him, there's a large hulking figure in a dirty brown cloak pulled up over its face. So it's impossible to identify. Um, and the half-orc uh, sets his sights on you, um, um, on Axehole, and strides up to Axehole, uh, and sets his sights on you and says, Hey! Have you seen any sheep coming through these this area? Any sheeps or, or goats coming through these parts? What's a sheep? Can, can like you just? A, it's it's like oh, that's a that's a tough question. It's like a, <laughs> it's a bit it's about yay high. And he puts his hand very low. He says it's got like horns on his head and uh. It makes a sound like this, bear, bear, like that. So, like a dog? Yes. Yeah, well, not like a, not like a dog, or like, like, and the, the the wolves are just sort of like looking at each other and then back at, at back at him. He says, "It's like a, it's like a small beast." No, man, can't help you. Sorry. <laughs> try the try the bungalow down the way. <laughs> I, know. I, I I saw it come right this way. I, I'm pretty sure it went inside of this building. I'm gonna go in there and have a look. That was a dog. Uh, while this is going on, I'd like to uh, I'd like to get up because uh, all this noise has interrupted my studying and my researching. So I'm gonna get up and walk outside and kind of see what's going on. Listen, there's a really uh, an uh, uh, my master Ahmed Nook. He's got a sen- sentimental attachment to to this goat. And he'd be very sad if he didn't get his goat back. So and as he I'm says willing that, to offer quite a lot of uh, reward if you accompany me with this goat, if you happen to help me find it, bring it back to Mr. Noak. So Axel is kind of a dumb guy, but he absolutely knows when he's about to step into some wizard shit. So at this point, I'm just going <laughs> to wander back inside. <laughs> Uh, and, and so as, as he as as these two are interacting, uh, Atana is gonna just gonna kind of fling the door open, and in in the door frame is this three foot gnome uh, standing as imposingly as she can. She's like, uh, "Axe, what's all this racket going on out here?" This this man's oh, looking for a dog. I, he's got like at least two dogs right there. What can I tell you? He's asking he's about wolves. a dog with horns. I, dogs, wolves. I mean, they're basically the same thing. It's like a fluffy. It's like a fluffy dog, and it's got. It's got. I can't believe I'm being asked these questions. Yeah. Do I? Do I overhear People this? Is this, lo- dumb. Oh. is this loud enough for me to hear from inside? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, I am going to. Uh, 
find a, a chest or something like that and uh, and and let my girlfriend know that it sounds like his pursuers are here and put him inside the chest and then I will uh, carve a tiny air hole uh, as small as I think I can make it and still be viable with my uh, dagger. Please protect me. Do not let him find me. Thank you. <laughs> he says as you shut the lid. Just um, don't talk. Uh, I, I want to turn to Craven or Caven or Carvin. Uh, who is Carvin? Carvin, Carvin. Caven, uh, just Carvin. say, um, uh, ghosts don't have money. Yes, but he clearly has secrets. Secrets that I intend to suss out. <sighs> he can speak common. It's pretty cool. That's got to be worth something to somebody. I didn't. And hear also, it. he's possibly a powerful wizard. You say that about every goat. That's true of you every hear, goat. You hear from, from the chest, you hear, you hear, you hear a voice <laughs> say, Yes, I'm a very powerful wizard, and I will reward you handsomely if you only help me in this moment of my greatest, greatest peril. Uh, can we all understand the goat now, since he cast nope. the spell? Uh, only just, just Kevin. Who, um, who, he who read the scroll understands yeah. the goat. Okay. And so, so the rest of us are just hearing some bleeding. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, do when you, when you use a scroll, uh, does it like explode or anything, or do you, does it just lose its magic? It simply loses its magic. Okay, I'm going to uh, to roll it up and stuff it into uh, Grim Grim Shadow, Grim Dark, Grim Dark, Grim Dark's, uh, Grim Dark's <laughs> chest, and be like, uh, if you had half a wit, you'd read this and know what I did. No. <laughs> My accent's been pretty inconsistent today. You'll forgive me. And. Uh, the um, out, out, in this, out, in the field, out in the out uh, in the the courtyard outside, uh, the, the the cloaked figure that uh, was accompanying this half orc uh, has picked up a passerby, and is basically uh, cr- seems like he's almost crushing this person to death in his enormous arms, um, and the person is shrieking. It, it went inside the building, went inside the the, the wizard's building. So I'm, I guess I'm still standing outside with <clears throat> Tana, Tana, yeah, Tana. Um, and at that point, like, I mean, I, I got to get in the mix a little bit, right? So I, I guess I want to run over there and maybe like stop him from crushing that person, because I All mean, right. I'm a mercenary, but I'm a mercenary with kind of a heart too. All right, as you draw close out into the uh, out into the crowd, you're surrounded by by people out in the crowd, um, and and as you as you get a little closer and you see. Uh, this person being lifted up off their feet, you realize that the cloaked figure is actually a tremendous brown bear uh, wearing a cloak, and that uh, the, the as it as it the person who's being crushed uh, falls unconscious and is dropped to the ground, the bear turns to you and looks to the door and snarls, and uh, the half orc um, says, "I'm going in," and he starts. Uh- no, Walking you're not. Straight for your door. Nope, nope, you're not right. going in. Okay, so that means we, we, if you're going to intervene, we roll initiative. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, initiative. Okay, I have a, let me know, uh, so we'll just go in the same order for telling you initiative. Sure. As well, so uh, uh, yes, Brayton, Brian, moments. Gary, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, so I just, I rolled an 18, so that's plus four, so 22. All right, I've got an 11. Uh, I too have an eleven. Uh, my bonus is plus three. 
Mine's plus one. I rolled a five. <laughs> and I'm still... And my initiative right. is... I don't know what my plus on my initiative You're is. You're plus two, plus right? Two. I, wasn't, yeah, I wasn't quite ready for that yet, so I do need to go... I'm going to run down the list and grab everybody's okay. initiative. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, Shane. Uh, Grimdark, initiative, please. 22. All right, 22. Uh, axe hole? Um, seven. That's a seven. You're going probably dead last. Yeah, Tana? Not, not gonna 11. All right. Caven? Uh, also 11 with a plus three bonus versus plus one. So. All right. And uh, let's see here. I'll roll for all my NPCs. And... And the fight begins. Uh, Grimdark, uh, quick to action. You have the first. You have, you're for the first to act. All right, I'll uh, leap from the dark corner of the room, uh, <laughs> draw, putting an arrow in my bow and pointing oh. it uh, over over uh, Tana's head at the uh, at the orc. But All I don't right. want to shoot him until he crosses the threshold. All right, so he's crossing the threshold now. He is oh just well, then I want to. Cross the yeah, I want to. I want to shoot him in the knee, <laughs> or the thigh, oh, whatever. No I yeah, shoot him I know in the some thigh. Some of you guys are playing for the first time, so if you have questions about, you know, mechanics on attacks or anything like that, let me know. But go ahead and roll your attack. Okay. So uh, first roll was an eight, and let's see. With a longbow, that's plus nine to hit. So I rolled a seventeen. That's correct. Oh, that's a hit. Okay. And then I'm rolling a 1d8 plus 4 for damage. So let me see that. That's an 8 altogether. 8 damage. All right. So your arrow strikes true. Um, and the half orc takes 8 damage. Yeah. Right. So after that, um, the wolves who are accompanying the half orc uh, look to you. Um, and one of them, uh, they. they, they the first one looks up at you, uh, and it turns to the other two, and it barks. And the other two bark back. Um, the orc then raises up his greatsword, um, and he sees you, and he says, Where is my goat? And he starts sp spinning his sword. This is, a, this is a reckless attack. You've never seen anyone make an attack quite like this. He takes the greatsword in both hands, and he holds it out in front of him, and he starts spinning like a top. And he charges towards you, whirling like a dervish. Um, making Wait, just exactly that sound effect. Um, that's uh, 10 to hit. Oh, uh, that will not hit. Mine is 16. He spins right past you, knocking furniture off, uh, knocking furniture over as he whirls his sword around. So uh, the hard. bear um, turns and throws off its cloak. Uh, people out in the crowd uh, shriek. Uh, and it picks up yet another passerby and tosses him into a nearby handcart. Um, uh, the a second wolf uh, continues to kind of bark with the remaining wolves, uh, and you can see that the wolves are grouping up, sort of moving together so that they can they can attack together. Uh, Tana, it is your turn. All right, um, going to cast a spell. 
And that spell will be... <laughs> uh, I'm just for now. I'm just going to cast Firebolt at uh, uh, at the orc. All right. So that'll be a ranged spell attack. Roll that. I got a twenty-one. Oh, that's a hit. And that's uh, I believe that's two d ten. Yes. So that's five, six, eleven damage. All right. Uh, his his garments are singed and, and, and ignited, and his coarse orcish hair burns with a horrible stench. Caven, it's your turn. Uh, what can I? Inside the house. If I'm a, <laughs> we just we just, uh, just shut it down and make it again. Like, <laughs> I don't think we ever clean this thing. Um, the smell stays, Caven. <laughs> the smell stays. I just yeah, got Kevin. my bed comfortable. I don't. Why do we always have to make a new house when I get my bed comfortable? <laughs> I, I've been meaning to talk to you about bringing the bones in here. Like we can smell that like every time we make this <laughs> this house again. The bones stay or I go. <laughs> Caven, um, I, I like the bones. like a bone shed or something. <laughs> if you got Brian's bountiful bone shed, then I wouldn't have this problem. Uh, so uh, what can I see? I'm in the back of the room, kind of in my mind's eye. Um, I saw the orc come in past uh, past Tana and past Grimdark here. And then I kind of you can see uh, you can see the orc uh, who's charging in. Yep. Uh, whirling, uh, and he looks like he's open for an attack. Uh, this reckless swinging attack that he made, um, seem you, you seem like uh, like you could maybe make an attack on him with advantage. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, the three wolves have lined up at the door, uh, but behind them, outside, the brown bear is causing a ruckus in the square. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I've noticed these uh, wolves talking to each other, and as somebody who is uh, versed in the mystic arts, that feels like they're coordinating. I don't like it. Uh, so I would like cast... to say that because you uh, because you uh, you used the speak with animals scroll, you can indeed understand the wolves. Oh, okay. Uh, and they're saying things like "group up." Okay, um, I'm going to attempt to, uh, and because this will cause kind of a barrier between and the door, like a choke point for the bear if the bear tries to get in. I'm going to try to put the wolves to sleep. <laughs> Once again, Axel is fucked by the necromancer. I'll just stay outside with the bear. <laughs> You've been boned. <I'll> <laughs> uh, uh, so, how do do I need to roll anything to cast a uh, cast the spell, or does he roll? Do they roll to save? Uh, uh, I think he rolls five d eight for sleep. It's five d eight plus two per spell level, or SL. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, so soul uh, level. Here. Okay, so how many soul levels do I have? Uh, well, you can cast it. You, you should be able to cast it as up to a third level spell. Okay. Um, uh, oh, gotcha. So, so it, it, meta magic is built in. Yeah. Um, so if I just cast as a level one spell, it'd be uh, you roll five d eight. Okay. Uh, and then the total of that is how many hit points of creatures the spell can affect. But if it's uh, two plus two d eight per spell level, you don't get the level one as a. It's only for every time you advance it up. Uh, so if you cast it at second level, you would get 78. Okay. Third level would be 98. Gotcha. Um, wolves, huh? Um, yeah, I will... Uh, I've got a, a, kind of some low cards in the second level. I'm going to cast it as a second level spell. So 78. All right. Uh, worth of these. And let's see. Let me see how many hit points I got. 38. 
38 hit points. All right. Um, so now you're going to split that amongst the three wolves. Uh, within that 20 feet, you could also try to affect the orc if you choose. Okay. Um, and, it, so it, and it looks like it does it to... Uh, starting with the lowest current HP. So yeah, let's mm-hmm. do that because that'll probably hit the orc uh, who is close to me and close to the goat. So I will include the orc and then wolf, bonus wolves are good. Yeah, right. and I'm immune, so it's cool. <laughs> All right, so starting with the creatures that have the lowest HP would be the wolves themselves. There are three wolves. Um, and your, your, uh, your role is enough to cast sleep and slumber across all three wolves, and you can hear uh, and through your speak through animals magic uh, that they say, uh, I'm a little tired. I think I'll, yeah, we should just, we'll, we'll have this fight a little later on. Uh, <laughs> nap time right here. I and mean, it's just real uh, cute. As yeah, they all fall asleep. You hear the sounds of crickets as they, <laughs> as they are lulled to sleep. Um, the orc is unaffected, and the bear outside uh, starts making even more of a ruckus. Mm-hmm. Um, does my uh, does my familiar act independently, or does it use my actions? So uh, the familiar, if uh, if you're trying to use it in combat to like make mm-hmm. attacks and things like that, that will use your uh, your actions. But you can also give it just sort of general verbal commands. Okay. Um, okay, I don't want him to endanger himself. Like harrying the orc would be a an attack, right? It would, like if yes. I just okay, yeah, I don't. Need, I'm not gonna have him do that. All right, so uh, that was quite an effective turn. Our three wolves are now asleep. Ooh, I think I, I think I get two attacks per turn. Oh, you yes, take those it's back, very possible. Back when you do that, Brayden. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get them next time. When, yeah, when you when you take the attack action, you just take it twice. Okay. All right, so that was Caven. Um, from within the uh, within the chest, uh, you hear Fine Deer say. What's going on out there? Is it safe? <laughs> we have claustrophobia. Um, and uh, Axel, it is your turn. Um, so I'm outside. The orc is down on one knee. The wolves are asleep, and the bear is going crazy. Is that correct? Yep. The bear is just making a huge ruckus. It's pushing through a crowd, trying to get to the wolves. I, I, I want to immediately just kill the bear as fast as possible recognizing it's probably the biggest danger to me and my mercenary friends that's what I like to hear slay that bear so you you guys gotta help me out so I'm looking at this thing I'm gonna attack it with my great axe which says 1d12 plus 5 so I'm gonna roll a d12 and then add 5 so first you're gonna roll a d20 Okay. you should should have an attack modifier which is probably gonna be like plus 8 if I had to guess I'm looking at my character sheet trying to figure that out. Yeah. It should be uh it's the... it should be your your strength plus your proficiency. So plus 8 most likely. Okay. My strength so, modifier is plus 5. Yes, yep. yes it is plus 8. Okay. Okay, yeah. So so you're just going to you're just going to want to run run up to that bear and uh take a couple swings at it with your great axe, so roll a d20 and add 8 to that number. I rolled a 5. So plus 8 is 13. All right, that's uh, that's a hit on the bear. Okay. So now roll a d12 and add five to it. And that's a two, so plus seven. Wow. And do I also get two attacks per turn? So can I just yes. do that again? Yep. Yep. So now do do the whole process again. Okay. So I rolled a plus five plus my shit. Uh. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, guys. I'll, I will get used to this, I promise. Did you roll a d20? Yes. This time? Mm-hmm. Okay, and what did you roll? Five. Okay, so you got a 13. 13 again. And so for yep. my damage, I'm going to roll a d12, and that fell on the floor. <laughs> Into my shoe. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I rolled a three, so that was definitely worth it. <clears throat> yeah, but that's plus your strength, Yeah, right? but that's, that's eight damage. Eight that's damage, still good. yeah. So that was eight and seven, so that's fifteen damage to the bear. Fifteen total. Mm-hmm. Actually, Shane, uh, before we move on, so for for the uh, for the two uh, physical damage dealers, uh, since they will be attacking twice most of the time when they attack, you just want them to roll two d twenty and then roll damage for both of them, and you can just tell them what hits. Yeah, uh, I uh, you, when you uh, roll your d twenties, uh, I can tell you whether you're above or lo- below the armor class, uh, and then I prefer you just to roll for damage. Uh, in total, and just give me the total damage for both attacks. Okay, so, so yeah. So. All right, so what was that damage total? 15. That's some vicious, vicious hit there. Uh, uh, so the, the you've you've clearly fought bears before, and won. Um, <laughs> My character does so, have an affinity towards animals, which usually means a lot of bear attacking. So. Yeah, usually means you're going to try and chop up bears with an axe. Mm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be one of the wolves' turns. Uh, uh, one, of, it sort of rolls over, shows its little belly, um, and Grimdark. <laughs> he, he's running. Turn. He thinks he's running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, look at him. He's so cute. He's chasing um, a necromancer in his dreams. <laughs> can I? Can I coup de gras these these wolves? Well, uh, you can try. You can make an attack on the wolves, but uh, you should know that uh, be, being being fucked up tends to wake up a wolf. It's okay. Uh, there, I I hate beasts. There's a, there's also the an orc in our very house. I shout. It's true. <laughs> He's getting orc blood on everything. <laughs> it smells like mutton. Well, I'm not the one who tried to hide a goat inside the house. <laughs> Somebody come and okay. help me with the bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I... house feeding. Okay, let's. Uh... <laughs> Let's shoot the let's shoot the orc a couple of times. Right, uh, I can dark. I'll back up to a safe distance and shoot the orc, um, if that's an acceptable move. I I accept. You may shoot the orc. Um, so the orc is still um, you you have advantage on your attack against the orc because of his reckless swinging attack that he made as he charged in through the door. So that means you'll roll the d twenty twice and give oh. it and use the highest number. Okay. okay. Oh, that's that's fun. So I rolled a six and a four, um, but that's uh, six plus nine, so that's fifteen. All right. Uh, so your 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 shot swings wide, but the but the orc uh, manages to step in front of it anyhow, uh, <laughs> and it strikes him, okay. penetrating uh, let, his leather armor and dealing. Let me him. let me roll that second attack now. Uh, oh, I just rolled a one. You still have advantage, Brayton. Yep. You still oh, do. good. <laughs> okay, that's much better. That was a seven, so that's a that sounds like it's a hit too. All right, that is a miss. Oh, uh, so it's it's seven plus nine, so sixteen. Yes, so that's a that is a hit. Um, so you've go ahead and give me the the total damage uh, that you deal against. Sure. Guz yeah. the orc, whose name it's, he did not even tell you before you it's tried to fifteen. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to him while he's dead. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's a 15 for me. All right. Uh, so he's he, he's 
you take him with two arrows, one after the other, uh, each of them penetrating his leather armor, uh, drawing orcish blood and bleeding all over your nice carpet. Um, uh, another wolf stirs in its sleep, uh, tries to wake but fails. Um, and uh, Guz, the orc, um, who, again, whose name you do not know, metagaming, uh, <laughs> now turns to you, Grimdark, uh, lifts his sword, uh, screams a, a word in Orcish, which I presume you do not speak. Oh, I do. And, and, oh, you do. Yeah. Uh, well, it is a it is a vile curse word, uh, and he charges you. <laughs> okay. So um, he raises his great sword. Let's see, uh, twenty five to hit. That's actually Ooh. a crit. Twenty against you. Uh, but uh, let's see here. So that's. Uh, 2d6 plus 3. I'll raise you! Not so he you deals you with his first blow of his great sword. He deals you uh, 10 damage. Ouch. And okay. he whirls around for a second attack. This time he's making uh, crazed attacks. And this is uh, 10 to hit. Is that a hit? So, no, that does not hit. All right, so his second attack swings wide, and his sword clangs against uh, a nearby uh, ottoman. And <laughs> did we also? I, I told did anyone, you. I told you this, that looked good there. Did anyone get the scroll, uh, Brian's fastidious butler? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, well, you're in luck. The uh, the spell Magnificent Mansion comes with free spectral servants. So Ooh, I'm sure they'll tidy it up. Very nice, very nice. Um, Morden Kanan's itinerant worker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the, meanwhile, the brown bear outside um, has several deep axe wounds in its back, but it seems to shrug them off uh, and charges towards the wolves. Um, it reaches one of the wolves, pushing through a crowd of civilians, uh, nearly trampling one of them. Um, there's screaming and shrieking outside in the square, uh, and the, the the bear picks up one of the wolves and throws it, and the wolf awakens. All right, Orc. now it All is right. Tana's turn. All right, uh, so I'm I'm still inside the building, right? So is 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 the bear also like is he like at the front door now? Basically, he is at the threshold, and he is standing over three sleeping wolves. Okay. Um... I am going to be a cool guy and let's see I'm going to throw throw a fireball in the middle of this this group of bears and wolves alright cook them up alright so uh, they, they need to make a dexterity saving throw well the wolves automatically fail it because they are all asleep, asleep. Um, I'm just going to go ahead seems, and start rolling damage. It seems especially cruel for you to light them on fire while they're sleeping. <laughs> they were assholes. <laughs> you didn't even talk to them. Didn't I? <laughs> All they said was group up. They're dogs. They like to do that. I thought you didn't understand the speech of the wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, the speech of the wild, I do. The speech of goats. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, Tana kind of ju like ju jumps to the middle of the room and like kind of points her her staff at the uh, the, the the grouping of I am assuming two bear or two wolves and the bear because he's thrown yeah. the third wolf. Well, he didn't throw uh, it far; he just sort of 
basically knocked it against a nearby wall. Okay, so okay. So I guess all three your... wolves. Yeah. Um, and just kind of, kind of flings this giant fireball into them, and it's going to deal 28 damage. 28 Woo. damage. All right, so and the sleeping wolves will never yeah. wake from their fiery dreams. <laughs> uh, all three of them are burned to a crisp. Mm, uh, and did you say 28 meat. damage? 28 damage. That is 8d6 for fireball. All right. So um, what you have is a good old-fashioned barbecue right here at your threshold. Um, <laughs> all three of the wolves and the bear are burned to a crisp instantly and killed. This would, uh, this would be great hungry? if Axel wasn't a vegetarian. <laughs> Just try it I once. Prefer my meat charred and blackened. <laughs> I I think that's kind of what I did. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted. <laughs> so that gives us then Caven, uh, I believe, is your sure. Yeah, I would like to question this orc. So I want to. Uh, what can I do in a way that will not murder him? Um, one uh, one one piece of uh, fifth edition rules is that if you wish, uh, any attack uh, can deal non-lethal damage. So if you're any trying attack? to subdue, you can attack to subdue, uh, within a few reasonable exceptions like fireball. <laughs> okay, because most of my spells like shoot, like most of my spells are utility stuff, and then also I can shoot lightning, and it's not it's not like the Ghostbusters like beam that's going to wrap him up. But I was thinking kind of about DM's discretion, so yeah, like uh, you can like stun him with that. Power lightning. word "kill" cannot be used to uh, to power as power word, you know, subdue. Cuddle. But yeah. many things, I, yeah. I was thinking about what blinding him. Uh, like I think if I blind him, maybe we could then tackle him. And interesting strategy. Yeah. What we're learning today is that Gary Butterfield like just really likes to cosplay as a Sith Lord. That is essentially <laughs> uh, that's one hundred percent true. Uh, um, I yeah, around the house. Yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. I do have that. I do have a robe with a hood. So, except it has Batman stuff on it. Um, yeah, I'm going to blind him. And then I'm going to yell to uh, to Axel uh, with a free action to get in here and tackle him on his turn. All right. Uh, so, yeah, he. Uh, I think he just saves. He saves Khan uh, right. versus this. Uh, I just rolled a 10 for Khan save. Okay. How do I find out? Uh, what you would have a spell save DC. That's a number on your character it's sheet somewhere. Fifteen. Spell saved. All right. So he is. Um, you know, what, what's going on? What? Why did it get dark in here? What was that fireball? Uh, and I, I would say, uh, your eyes have melted, dear orc, and only <laughs> I have the power to give them back to you. No, <laughs> no, please, if anything. See, if you want to see your family again, sit down, put your hands behind your back. And cry for your mother. <laughs> Listen, I, I I don't particularly want to see my family again, but uh, I also don't want to die. But they want to see you, son. No. Axel, come come lend credence to my threats. Uh, which I don't say, of course, but I. Uh, I, I message him actually. So, so I'm only assuming yeah. that that conversation was happening in Orcish. So all I hear is Axel, come help. Uh, I don't uh, think from, I speak it. From within the I chest, uh, you, you hear a, a frantic uh, bleating of the goat, uh, and uh, those who can understand it know it's saying, um, "Yeah, show no mercy." <laughs> <laughs> this is goat is going to be our pet. I don't care oh, if it's technically human. That's Brian Wade's face. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I will. Uh, can I? Um, so I cast a spell. Do you get? Uh, is fifth ed a, a move and an action, or can you also do like a minor action? Um, you can move, and you can typically take one action. Uh, some things let you do what's called a bonus action, and uh, you can move and take your action uh, in pretty much any way you want. So you can move and then act and then move up to the full kind of move speed, uh, or you can act and then move, or move and then act. Kind of. So break I, can't, I can't. Uh, I can't message uh, Cantrip. Because I already cast a, a spell. trip is a full action, usually. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will just shout, uh, Axehole, get in here, without mm-hmm. telling him to cover for my story or anything. All right, Axehole, you've, you've heard your friend shout for aid, and it is your turn. So I'm going to uh, immediately run as fast as I can and tackle the blind orc. All right. Uh, so you charge in, uh, and to tackle, uh, you'll make an unarmed attack mm-hmm. um, against the orc. Um, and an unarmed attack is going to be uh, just add your strength or dexterity modifier, your choice to your to your uh, to your d20 roll. Okay. Does so, he get a bonus for charging? Um, you know what? He does get a bonus because the uh, the orc is blinded and can't. Yeah, he can't him. dodge. Yeah, he yeah. can't react. Yeah. So, so my strength so go ahead modifier and take that with is advantage plus five, and I'm gonna roll d20. Jesus Christ, two. So that's seven. <laughs> yeah, roll it twice because you have advantage. And then roll it again. So, okay. That was 16 that time, plus five. 21. All right. So uh, you, you, you've tackled the orc, uh, and now he, <laughs> he's dropped his sword, uh, but he's trying to free himself from your grasp. So there'll be a, now a contest of strength between the two of you to see who can wrestle who. Go ahead and roll your uh, roll a d20. And add your strength modifier. Rolled an eleven uh, plus This is actually five. going to be strength athletics if you have athletics. I I do have I'm athletics. Pretty sure he's proficient in it. Even. Yeah, I am proficient in athletics. So do I add my athletic plus skill? Eight. Yep. Yeah. Two. So I rolled elevens and athletics is plus eight, so nineteen. All right. This guy is incredibly strong, uh, and his strength roll oh turns out to be a twenty. Uh, what? So he breaks free from your grasp. The strength of the blind. <laughs> we removed <laughs> one sense. <laughs> He's like arms. Daredevil. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. We created idea. a supervillain. Kaven, <laughs> stop we blinding people. We created a supervillain. Uh, I just wanted to kill him. <laughs> he, he remains free, but... I like to, just you created the supervillain. Yeah. It takes four to tango. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grimdark, uh, you see an opening. He is still blinded. Um, I will, um, let's see. Uh, I'll pull out my rapier and press it against his throat. Oh, all right. Uh, and you're going to try and talk him down, intimidate him? Yeah, and tell him to just stay still. All right. He, uh, he freezes when he feels the point of the rapier press against his throat. Uh, please roll intimidation. Okay. Uh, I don't think intimidation is one of my skills, but we'll give it a try. <laughs> Just rolled another one, guys. <laughs> oh, he's no escapee. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ooh. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, half-elves are just so likable. You know? mm. he, t- he tells you, my name is Guz of the Nation of Many Arrows, and I'll not be intimidated by the likes of you. That's a pretty stupid name, dude. <laughs> Up well, yours. That's no, no need for that, no. 
I thought the Nation of Many Arrows is kind of cool. And he's got quite I, I a mean, Nation of Arrows in his dumb name. While all this is conversation is happening, Axel is just looking at his hands and crying because he wasn't strong enough to hold the orc. <laughs> These are Rimdark, like you do hands. still have uh, your action because uh, talking to an orc uh, does not consume your full action, oh. so you can still make an attack or do anything else you can think of if you choose. Yeah, let's just give him give him the stab. <laughs> all right, go ahead and give him the stab. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe this doesn't work out so well. Oh, I just rolled a 20. <laughs> you're, you're... <laughs> Alright, so when you when you crit uh, when you crit in in fifth edition, you'll uh, you'll add an extra die. You'll you'll add uh, you'll double the number of dice you roll for damage. Okay. So if you have like a, a rapier that deals like one d six or something like that, you'll do two d six. Yeah. Uh, so it was two d eights. So I rolled a, an eight and then plus four uh, for my dex bonus. So. So you rolled an eight total with the plus four. So yeah. no, so so it'd be twelve total. Okay. All right, and don't forget you can make that damage non-lethal if you want to. Uh... <laughs> well, uh, he, you 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 cut him up real good, but he's still standing uh, and blindly flailing his fists, uh, keeping you guys at, at at just sort of a, a safe distance, doing as you said the daredevil thing. Um, now it is now his turn, um, and he turns to you where where he felt the last blow come from, uh, Grimdark. Okay. Um, and he's going to throw a punch at you. And uh, he fails. He swings and misses. Um, and then it is now Tana's turn. Okay, um, I'm going to cast a message targeting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd like to attempt to intimidate him with the message. Oh, all right. Or, uh, yeah, I guess intimidation is pro- would probably be what would make sense. I would say maybe persuasion, but I don't think he's going to be very open to that at this point. I hope the message uh, so, just says spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm basically going to speak a message into his mind, uh, and I'm going to kind of alter my voice and my and my and my spooky mind voice and be like, "If you know what's good for you, you'll stay down." <laughs> and he, uh, all right, go ahead and roll uh, roll intimidation. All right, I rolled an eighteen. Blinds are not right. like regulars this, now. This message, this uh, this voice that that comes through his mind, uh, this seems to shake him finally. And uh, he says, oh, I should never have started working for wizards. It's best to stay out of this. Please let me be. Right, you started this, dude. Hashtag not all wizards. <laughs> Kaven is a wizard's rights advocate. Yeah. <laughs> W-W-R-A. W-R-A. W-R-A. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. He got kicked out of the wizard guild and he had to yeah. become a necromancer because he wasn't progressive enough. It's because of those social justice wizards. So, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I, I will, uh, I'll grab uh, Axehole by the shoulder and say, uh, stop whimpering and tie him up. Beef boy. Uh, Guz does not resist as you tie him up with the rope that you presumably have. Adventure. I have rope. Yeah, presumably yeah. one of us has rope. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, so, so now that he is tied up, um, if you have any questions for him, uh, he's happy to answer them. But from deep within the chest, a voice, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> like, even when you shut that damn goat up. <laughs> like, well, let me spackle over the hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Schrodinger's goat. <laughs> Just, just kidding, goatee friend, and I'll, uh, I'll open the chest, and oh, okay. 
Thank goodness. Yes. Oh, you've saved me, and I see you've restrained my my attacker. I can devour I can him piece by piece. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Now, what is the meaning of this? Orc oh. and goat. Well, my name is Fine Theer Shine Bright, Wizard of the Ninth Order, Transmogrifier of Forms, Commander and Prime Shaper of the Material Plane, Master of the Third Realm of Ephesius. <laughs> God damn, the elves know me as Pangus Shapebeam, the dwarves know me as the Unmaker of Sogastics, the gnomes, I am the Rude Wolf, and there may be other names you do not know, and are spoken only in whispers. You know the... The I have a follow-up question. You're rude wolf. Really helping. Yeah, I have a follow-up question. Can we call you rude wolf? No, only we Are can you a call gnome? you rude wolf. Only gnomes call me that. Dang. That's their word. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, and what brings you here, and why are you goat? <sighs> I, I have been trapped in this form, this pitiful form you see before you for two long years. Uh, un until two years ago, I was the most powerful wizard in this city. I worked out of a tower on the outskirts of town. I was a master of form, a transmogrifier. I, I specialized in transmutation magic. Um, my yeah, most that up. prized possession, the key to my success was an incredibly rare wand of true polymorph. Mm. One night, I, a, a, a noble high elf, was entering my meditative trance. And I found, as I came out of my trance, my apprentice, Ahmed Nook, standing over me, clutching my wand. I asked him, what are you doing, you fool? But all I could produce, the only sound I could make was BAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAA
<laughs> going to uh all right goat one clamp for yes <laughs> they can't understand you two clamps for no three clamps for the amount of treasure we'll receive for helping you times say three thousand <laughs> he starts clopping his hooves frantically uh countless times see um, i, I should explain to you that last night uh he felt hope for the first time in many months when Noak left home without closing <clears throat> the door. Uh, and then, yeah. shine bright, he snuck in, he grabbed that Speak With Animals scroll, and he rushed out to, to rushed into town and sought the, the most magical edifice he could find, your, your building here, um, hoping that he could find someone who could aid him. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, when he starts talking about this, I'm going to pet him and scratch him behind his ears. Does he react? <laughs> he, uh, he hates that. Uh, he is rejected <laughs> utterly. Well, I'm not gonna. It's a goat. I'm not gonna stop. Freaky, it's... slanty eyes uh, look you up and down with disdain. I want to share a look with Tana that just says, "Why is, <clears throat> why is Caven always fucking with these goats? Like this happens every time we get a group going." <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just this thing. Like, I like that they have devil eyes. Horns. They just it's their thing. Ah. It's. Yes, you're a good boy, and you're a little cranky. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's tired. Um, well, Orc, how many other people did Noke hire? Noke has, uh, from from my position in the uh, in the garden, I could see many of his his servants. He he hired uh, at least five, I believe. Mm. But he himself is the true threat, for he possesses my wand. Sure. And he has my spell books. <laughs> and can you have the goat describe what the wand looks like? Sure, it's like about this long. And he puts like his hoofs about six inches apart. <laughs> <laughs> and it's made of wood. Does it, does it have a frog tied to it? No, I, why would it do that? <laughs> Wait, you can talk to the goat now too? I, I'm assuming I'm, I'm, I'm a translating through, common, yeah. uh, but no one else understands them. I'm a translating through scratches and, and kisses. <laughs> uh, Stop betting me. I am not your familiar. Um, uh, In order to return to my true form, we, we I need either a, a, a wizard of the highest order who can cast true polymorph, or I need that wand. Right, what can do we any get of you it? are any of you powerful enough to cast true polymorph? Mm. Mm. Um, well, so, you can bring living uh, dead things back to life. That's basically like polymorph, right? I could I could kill the goat and bring it back to life. That's true. Would but he, I, I could kill the goat. Would he turn? <laughs> would he come back as a lich? <laughs> uh, no, he'd probably come back as a goat skeleton. Oh. Uh, which is okay. We don't need a goat skeleton. All right. I think that if if he promises to reward us, we should take the job. Yeah, I'm just. I'm mostly just concerned about what we're going to get out of this at this point. Gold. Yeah, I promise. I you want gold. gold. Gold mountains of gold. And mountains of gold. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we be promised mountains of gold and the absence of your company forever? With my wand of true polymorph, I can turn lead into gold. No, no, no. I can pay you in magical gold. 
Blood magic gold. Listen, I wasn't regular gold. Harper, I know how this ends. Can we pay him in carrots temporarily <laughs> so he's crunching down? Quick, let's get some, some beans. I, I long for any food that is not grass. <laughs> All right, well, hunt you up something. Um, let's go get him a uh, a carrot. And then uh, what do we, what should we do with this this orc? Uh, personally, I would like to kill him and raise him. Uh, but that's why, that's why I say to everything. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we're not doing it inside. No, that's yeah, okay. I, I, got, I got a tarp out back. I promise <laughs> if you if you don't turn me into a zombie, that you'll never see me again. Uh, I kind of want to tackle him again. Just, just, know, just, just to prove town. that I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to tackle him while he's tied up, you can do some sport tackling. <laughs> like training work. Um, I don't know if, if my alignment is such that I want to have a sleeve. Uh, it's like that might be darker than than, than I want. Uh, yeah, that, I, think that's, we, I think we have to let him go. We can let him go. I brought a bag full of bones. I can bring Bonesy along for the ride. Uh, yeah, that works for me. Regardless of which. Um, okay. We can... Uh, listen, Orc. If we ever see you again, I'm going to take your eyes and your tongue and your ears and all the fingers off each of your hands <laughs> and both of your kneecaps. The way I took your your vision, and I'm gonna tackle you. All of all of <laughs> those parts are things I want. <laughs> like, of course. And I'm hey, just gonna this. take your wallet. <laughs> oh, no, not me wallet. In fact, uh, I'll take that now anyway. Yeah, that's a good idea. See what he's got all on right. him. All right, uh, he's got about four gold and two silver pieces on him. Great. One gold for each of us. <laughs> he also has a large iron greatsword of, of orcish design. Oh, I don't need that, but if anybody else wants it. Hey, Axe, you like, you like blades, right? Yeah, I'll probably pick that up and, and keep it with me for a little while. All right. I'll let him keep his two silver pieces so he has some traveling money. Is there you know what like... you guys also got? Experience points! Oh, shit. Hooray! 450 experience points for defeating oh, Guz. Uh, 50 experience points for each of the three wolves 150 plus 200 experience points for roasting a bear 800 800 experience well done everyone Um, rather than just letting this go is there like a constable or anything in town (laughs) there absolutely is so um, yeah Daggerford has a has a guard that's sort of a town militia uh, that all men of a certain age are required to join um, and you you find a the nearest mm-hmm. member of that militia is he, his name is Thymol, um, and he trots up and he says, "Oh, this one, I've seen this guy around here. He's uh, he's been working out of uh, out of the north end of town, roughing up people in some of our various uh, pubs and inns." Well, he I'm tried to break in. He, tr- he tried to break into our house and steal our dog. That's true. It's true. Our very fancy what he house. did to the poor dog. And he brought oh, three, three wolves. <laughs> yeah, look yeah. what he did to these wolves in this he bear. He lit them How on fire. What a terrible orc. <laughs> this is a terrible thief. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, he also, in case your men want to know, he says he's immune to tackling, but there's only one way to find out. <laughs> Alright, Thymol leads him Slap off. He pulls out a, a pair of manacles, iron manacles, and, and clamps them on. Uh, takes the rope and makes sort of a harness and leads this fellow off, uh, possibly to the gallows. Uh, 
So um, as 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 the the day kind of draws to a close, it's the the, the night is beginning to fall. Um, Fine Thier Shinebright explains to you the location of his wizard's tower, um, far on the north side of town, deep in in a nearby wood. Um, and he uh, he explains to you that he, he he can he can tell you the full layout of the place and uh, can help you plan your attack to. Uh, get vengeance upon the villainous Ahmed Nuke. Can he draw us a goat map? <laughs> do his best. We'll put a little pencil in his cloven part of his hoof. <laughs> he draws three circles uh, that are very misshapen, um, and uh, nearby he draws some trees. Okay. Does uh, um, Does Axel have anything he could put over his ears to stop the incessant bind that he has to listen to constantly? You know, there's always. There's always mud. Can I can I just <laughs> take some mud and just put them in my ears instead of having to hear the the goat talk anymore? Uh, that's that mud, silence. That's, that's goat mud. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I say we just uh, uh, kind of keep him in the back of our our procession and stuff, and he can kind of think his goat thoughts and what have you. Yeah. Uh, All right. Hey Shane, I've got a quick question for you. Absolutely. Uh, I have comprehend languages. Mm-hmm. Would that would that work on? That does technically not work on beasts, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Um, although it will allow you to speak Orcish and many other languages. Uh, yeah. Beasts are have no language of their own. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just I wasn't sure if since he was sort of communicating, if that was a way that I could understand them. But if not, I will just continue to get my it's information through Caven. Through through magic is, is his communication is made possible. Uh, by a grant from the goat group. Um, <laughs> Through magic, we, all you, things are made possible. Uh, do you guys want to have a sleep and then uh, head out in the morning? Yeah, sounds, sure. sounds, sounds like a good idea. I would like to meditate for four like hours. Idea. Anything yeah. to escape my embarrassment. All right, so um, <laughs> everyone can take bed. a short rest. Um, and when you do so, you're going to use your hit dice to recover HP. And depending on your class, some specific abilities... Um, yeah, does win. anyone want to tell me what their HP is? I think After I'm the, the only one who got hit. Yeah, so I didn't take any damage. So yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Grimdark is at 42 of 52. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Do you want everyone, Shane? Um, so if you're if you are uh, going to heal on this short rest, uh, then I want to know what your new HP total is. Okay. okay. Uh, if we're going to take a rest, I would like to use uh, Cure Wounds to start. All right. You know, on a short rest... Um, Do not get my and, spells back. Uh, you can... You can uh, so, as wizards have a, an ability, I think, that gives them some of their spells back. Uh, that's up to you. Yeah. Um, and you can roll your hit dice to recover HP, which is what I'd probably do before using a healing spell. Okay, I'll try that. Uh, do, 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 do. Hit die, rolling that hit die. I got two hit points back. Plus your constitution modifier. Oh, uh, two plus one. Three. Three hit points. You can keep rolling those, though. Yep, you can use them all up if you want. Uh, use what all up? So when you have your hit dice. You have five um, hit dice. Oh, I see. Uh, Okay. That's a resource that you expend on short rests. And uh, as you roll them, you add your constitution modifier. And okay. You... 
Well, I only had to do two because the next one I rolled an eight. So. All right. So that's all the way up to your max of 52. That's correct. Excellent. Uh, I will be arcane recovering my third level spell that I cast. Re regaining that spell slot. Okay, and I will regain my uh, my second level spell slot that I have. Excellent. All right. Excellent. And I don't I don't see back. it here, but I'm assuming that when I rest, I get just a like a like plus two dignity back, or is that do I have to <laughs> cast a spell or? Dignity is only recovered on a long rest. Okay, so no, no dignity. No, no, okay, good, good. You spend the short rest crying. Okay, that's fine. That sounds like me. That sounds like Axel. I, I like you the way you work. It. <laughs> no dignity. No doubt. Um, don't sleep if you don't want to get your dignity back. The um, yeah. So let's sleep and then head out in the morning uh, and see what's going on with this wizard's trap tower. Absolutely, works for me. All right. So um, Ahmed Noak uh, uh, waits for you at his tower. Uh, Find there shine bright in the form of a goat. Uh, clip clops around your building all night, making an insufferable racket. Oh my um, and he finds his way to the kitchen, where he climbs into uh, your cabinets and makes a mess, eating all of the various human foods. Oh, my um, God. This goat? Yes. This is just a regular goat who just wants to highlight for a little while. And it's like the smartest goat that's ever been. But it's definitely just a goat. And that's a great or, twist. There's or no way this the goat dumbest is, wizards yeah. that have ever been. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way this goat's giving us anything. This is such a good goat. Like, I wish if he couldn't talk, like, this would be, like, the smartest pet goat. <laughs> the, 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 all fantasy goats are actually uh, wisdom of 20. Nature's uh, Democrats. That's true. Nature, nature's presidents, yeah. The, um... Uh, yeah, so let's. Um, she eats all of our food, but I imagine food kind of comes with the bungalow, right? When we make it a new eat. one, it's magical. Yeah, so we can yeah, just kind of collapse it and back. <laughs> create the party. Yeah, hut. that 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 raises a question. Do we do we collapse the hut every time we leave and then come back and make it again? Oh, I imagine so, because otherwise people are going to break in and shit. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we probably so have to clean that. it that way. Like we just left it all the time. I'm assuming that when we cast yeah. it again, it just comes without dust, right? Well, I'm pretty yeah, sure that, that due to our earlier discussions, it definitely does not get cleaned when we, <laughs> when we recast I think it. Also, There's still a bone smell in the air. In case, uh, I mean, nobody got away from that encounter, but in case, uh, you know, people in town were awfully lippy about where that dog went in. So I, I think relocating is probably a good idea in general. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> smart. Yeah. So we're going to switch to the south side of town. Perfect. Mm. So on the south side of town, uh, on a street called Green Row, uh, you find uh, a tavern known as the Happy Cow, which is a great place to lie low. So you can maybe rest up there. Um, but you're making your plan for the assault on this tower. And um, Feinthier has told you he's happy to answer any questions you have about the tower to the best of his ability. Uh, so if you have any questions before you make your attack, speak okay. to the goat. What uh, You said you're the, a wizard of the Ninth Order. What sort Indeed. of wizard is that other dude whose name I just forgot? Ahmed Noak. Yes, um, that's the one. Uh, Ahmed was my apprentice. He is a wizard of the, uh, I want to say, seventh order. He seems like he was, he was like six when he was working for me, but he seems like he's jumped up a bit. And uh, he's, uh, he's a wise, he was a wise pupil, but he was human. 
and and his his life is short and you know you know humans they're yeah often often they do not have the perspective required to truly practice magic preach it goat <laughs> um, the um so what uh this tower um how many floors is it it has three levels uh there is the lowest level is a garden level where i was imprisoned the middle level is a, 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 a has a workshop and uh, various other rooms where i would do my business and people would come and see me and ask me to do magic spells for them and uh, then in the top floor is where I have my bedroom. No basement? No, no basement. It's I... not really a fancy tower. Yeah, this this tower doesn't sound very imposing. You, if if you're really such a powerful wizard, why do you have such a puny tower? I have no Ooh, need yeah. of, to impose. When you see this awesome tower, you will know how cool it is. I made it myself with my <laughs> magics. <laughs> e- e- even I know this only sounds like a tower that a wizard of the third order would have. <laughs> yeah, nice. one floor nice. per order. The, uh, the old saying goes: Sick burn, axle. <laughs> what an axle move! <laughs> axle, he he uh he bites you. God damn, I'm gonna slap him in his damn coat face. <laughs> he bites you again. Stomps on you with his little hoofs. Deals you zero damage. <laughs> Can I pick him up by the horns and just like twirl him around for a little while? Axel, pet him behind his ears. He doesn't like that. <laughs> Kill him with all, kindness. I hate all of this, but you're my only chance. <laughs> <laughs> cuddle him, Axel. Cuddle him like you've never cuddled before. Yeah, just pretend like you're going to tackle him. I'm, I'm not. Get <laughs> <laughs> your classic. <laughs> Shut up, you're dark. <laughs> what, what about uh, what about windows in this tower? There are there are few windows in the tower. At the highest level, I have windows uh, into my workshop and my bedroom. Uh, what about facing outside? Is there a blind angle you can approach the tower from, or are you able to see in all directions from? I placed the this tower? tower with great care to survey the entire forest around. So, like, this is like a panopticon. I built it with great height. Well, you said just three layers. It's not, I mean... It's very tall ceilings. It's very strange. Even really each of the layers forest. is very tall. <laughs> <laughs> I can count to three, and that's not high. Are there any, are there any, uh, are there any like, men or um, other monsters defending the tower from, you know, goats or anybody else? Ahmed, no. When he took feet. my tower, he also took all of my money. The masses of treasure which I have acquired, and he has been using them to to pay guards, who he then transmogrifies. Mm. Yes, he has a he has a force of guards. So, are you saying you don't have any more money? I have. He, he, I have he spent as all of your much treasure? money as I can make. <laughs> he has. He has. He has surely spent much of it, but there was much more. So much more. Why would he spend your money if he could just make money? I don't understand. I just want to look at the rest of the party and shrug, because this, this goat is really getting me. <laughs> That's how I run. really got your goat out. Yeah. yeah, usually it's the opposite. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's, well... Uh, when, sometime when we're, uh, before we head out, when we're in the inn, let's put the goat uh, out eating cans or, or doing goat shit. And then uh, when we can kind of, kind of talk privately away from the goat, just say, 
Now, once once we get this wand, it's up to us what we do with it. If this goat can't deliver, we don't have to deliver the goods. I'm, I'm sure this wand is wand is very valuable on its own. In case this goat's trying to play us for a, for a, a goat son, as the old expression goes. <laughs> classic, <laughs> fantasy, common, uh, classic fantasy. Classic fantasy truth. Absolutely. You're playing me like a goat son. It makes sense uh, by the transitive property. If we can defeat the guy who defeated him, it should be easy for us to defeat the well, wizard. If once we have this we transform wand, back, should we need to? If if he if he gives us any any goat lip, we turn him into a slightly smaller goat, <laughs> and, and then just go from if there. If he gives us any uh, gruff, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we turn him into slightly smaller goats. We can turn him into a fainting goat, and then whenever we clap, he just falls down. <laughs> Um, Can I just go clap in the goat's ear to see if he's a fainting goat right now? We we haven't checked that. Yeah, yeah. Just give him a little nuzzle afterwards to make sure he's okay. But yeah, okay. Um, One clap, he faints. He's already a fainting goat, so we need to make him into an even smaller fainting goat. So that's good to know. If we need him to be quiet, now we can just clap in his ears, and he'll be quiet for a while. So that's that's a good thing to know. All right, so I can track the wolves as their beasts that I hate back towards Hmm. the uh, the camp. We're we know we know where the tower is, tower. but we can see uh, what route they took or anything like that. My thinking is, if the tower is in a forest, finding a place where the forest is thick, where like it might be rougher travel, but we might be protected from vision from the tower, mm-hmm. so yeah, we can make kind make of a stealthier approach. Well, walking around in the woods is my favorite terrain, so I can help you out with that. Yeah, and uh, Axe has a pretty good eye for for geography, so he could probably help us out with that too. I think we can um, make a path. And then, preparation-wise, other than that, uh, while we're in town, is I want to make a stop by the old pauper's grave and raise uh, Bonesy <laughs> uh, and give him a nice cloak so he doesn't draw attention. All but right. excellent. Having plan. a skeleton friend on deck. And boots. Friend. Remember what happened last time. Yeah, give him time. boots so that he doesn't clack. <laughs> As I give him boots, I'll take away his xylophone. <laughs> <laughs> no one will hear us. He scratched up the floors so bad last time. <laughs> we just get new floors. That's why this. Uh, that's why the bungalow had carpet like this time. Because <laughs> he was making <laughs> scratched all the hardwood last time. All, all of my power for a less petty mercenary company. <laughs> <laughs> So you've you've readied you've readied for this trip um, outside of town, um, and as you as you you journey out, you're following a, an old and winding path. Uh, have you brought Ahmed Noak? Or have you brought uh, sorry, Fine Fear Shinebright with you? It's probably best just in case. Yes. All right. So he he trots ahead of you, leading the way. Um, and yeah. Can we? Um, how, however, we, in addition to taking him with us. Um, I want something to shut him up because when we were trying to be quiet about his presence in the the thing, he was real talky. I think he's still <laughs> his his mouth is really into writing checks. His his goat ass can't. Did we buy a goat muzzle while we were? In I town? was thinking like a muzzle or a bridle. Like what's well, more yeah. humiliating and cute? Like, um, <laughs> I have plus four to animal handling, handling, so I should you shouldn't even have to buy one, right? I should be able to fashion one of those and just wrap it around his That's nose a few nose a few times. So- so undignified to handle him. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and roll animal handling, and uh, we'll see if we'll consider this a contest between you and. Uh, oh God! Find your not shot, something right? for me to fail. <laughs> the the a... more we humiliate him, the less likely it is that we should turn him back into a powerful wizard. I feel like he's such a rude wolf. <laughs> he's, he's the rude wolf. Eh? Is that a d twenty that I'm rolling, Shane? That is indeed. And add your handling skill. Your plus four. So that's a six plus four is ten. All right. Uh, so you 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 bridle 
uh, Fine Thier Shine Bright, and he uh, protests and struggles the entire time. Uh, and as soon as you um, you let go of the bridle, uh, he rolls onto his back uh, <laughs> and deftly uses his two front cloppers uh, to untie the bridle uh, and flip back onto his feet. He's seizing. He's going don't to try that again. <laughs> it's, we don't want to draw attention. If we have an unbridled goat, you're rife, rife for theft. I'll be quiet. That would be Please nice. Just help me. All right. All right. Would you would you like to make a blood pact on that fine beard? <laughs> if that's what it takes. As long as you shut up, we'll be okay. I like this gnome goat blood pact. <laughs> gnome goats. Uh, that's great. Haven, get out the ritual knife. Oh, Moan Chomsky. Gnome Gnome Chomsky. Uh, I will get out my ritual knife. And just like, who, what blood needs letting? I wasn't paying attention to this part. <laughs> who do I cut? Wash I, it before you use it, please. <laughs> so as you, as you and the goats approach uh, your destination, uh, you see the tower rising above the forest in the distance. And it is truly tall. Rather than stone or glass, this house before you seems to have been formed from the living branches of four sturdy oak trees that have been shaped and woven to create thick platforms, three thick platforms, one above the other, uh, but next to each other as well, sort of a stair-step type of arrangement. Mm -hmm. The lowest, as you see it, is roughly 40 feet across and seats, sits about 10 feet from the ground. The only obvious route up is a gentle slope formed of roots and branches that connects roughly with that main, the main path on which you walk. Um, you're still far back in the trees, distant enough and, and confident that you, you haven't yet be, uh, exposed yourself to possible uh, possible sight from the tower, but you can see the, the tower as it rises above you. Uh, the branches curl above the base, creating a rough bowl shape. Um, and from where you stand, it's possible to see flowers and small trees growing at the, at the edge of that lowest bowl-shaped um, structure. Uh, but by far, the largest of the three platforms is the middle one, uh, which looks to be about 60 feet across, about 20 feet above the ground. And it's fully enclosed with, wa wa with walls formed out of twisting branches. Uh, you can see evenly spaced window-sized gaps, uh, as well as what seems to be a door at the point closest to the garden platform. And the final tallest platform is on an enormously tall tree, uh, well over 30 feet above the ground much smaller than the others, looks to be linked to the central platform by a small slope of branches. Scattered beneath the platform are two small wooden huts and a large outhouse. Okay. Um, approximately, okay. It would probably take like a half an hour if I wanted to stealthily scout around the whole area and come back. Sure, but fantasy time, we can just simply roll for it. <laughs> I can I can send him and send uh, Powell the Cowled Owl as well to get an, an, a bird's eye view of this. I think uh, I that's a great see. a great plan. Okay, great. Uh, right, so I, gotta, I gotta say, fine there. We've been giving you a lot of crap, but like this is actually a pretty cool tower. I'm glad you said it. I thought it was pretty cool too. <laughs> you I'm see, sorry. you're it's a very a good bright. What great power eyes. a wizard of the ninth order can wield? Yeah, you're you're a good boy. You're a very good goat. I'm not a boy. I am <laughs> I'm also not a goat. 
I meant greatest of all time, sir. <laughs> the greatest boy of all time. Absolutely. Good I just luck. want to scratch the goat behind its ears now that we're friends. That, that, since I can handle it very well. <laughs> he, he likes I am an ancient high elf. Yes, the wizard you are. of the Ninth Order. You are. He's yes, saying you that he are. likes it. Transmogrifier of forms, commander saying, and prime shaper of the material He's saying get under his chin. Look, it's little hoof is moving every time I scratch it. Look, look. <laughs> the elves know me as Pengus Shapebeam. The dwarves know me as the unmaker of Sogastics. The gnomes, I am the rude wolf. Uh-oh, there may I be th- other names I think, which I not know. I think it's Rest Radish came out, guys. Birds. I think it's Radish came out. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's saying, he's saying, give him a kiss. He's saying that for all of our help, that he is, um, he he only wants our affection. It's not okay, what I'm saying. Don't... Tell them what I'm really saying. <laughs> I'm gonna sneak off uh, so I can do my scout mission away from the goat and these weirdos. Okay, uh, yeah, my owl will go with you and. Can he just can like I can see through it? Can he can just be like a bonus to him, or will both roll? Sure, uh, or how's that the work? owl can take the help action on this stealth check, which means yeah. that he gets advantage. Okay. Yeah, owl's gonna help you. Okay. Uh, let me roll a d twenty. Ooh, another twenty, my friends. Well done. Ooh, really? Invisible. Yeah. <laughs> so you you are indeed um, unseen as you approach, um, and a, a bizarre scene unfolds before you. You see, um, well, I have a question for you. In all your travels, uh, have you ever have you ever been uh, to the jungles far to the south where the apes dwell? I, well, I am an outlander. That's actually where I'm from. Well, you recognize these apes. These, are, these creatures are not native to this area, but you see three enormous brutish apes, and next to each of them as they play dice in the sand is... Uh, a massive greatsword. Each one uh, has stuck its greatsword into the ground at its side as they as they casually play at dice. Um, if you had to like give me a ranking, like one to ten, how dire would you say these apes are? These apes <laughs> are uh, not super dire. They are more <laughs> uh, they're more giants, brutish apes, giant apes. Uh, they not have super dire. matted orange fur and giant flat faces. Would I cl- categorize these as large apes? <laughs> Indeed, they are. They are as large as you've ever seen in this forest. Good. Which is up until this point zero apes. Right. <laughs> okay. Cool. Now, I'll uh, uh, I'll keep making the circle around and then uh, report back. So you see a figure appear. Um, you're alerted by by Powell, the cowled owl, um, who mm-hmm. sees a figure from above uh, descending from the. Um, from the main structure, um, it's a enormous brown bear, and the brown bear uh, wanders down, lumbering slowly and ponderously into the outhouse, and it closes the door. Um. Yeah, I wish I wish there was some way I could like shoot an arrow that would lock him in the bathroom. <laughs> But I, at I'm least he's got, got a, toilet paper in there. A brown bear would probably be able to break out. The it's apes pretty... are the, the apes are quite far from the uh, from the bathroom. They are um, sort of on the uh, east side, uh, near the uh, near near the near the edge of the of the garden dome area. Um, and the outhouse is carefully placed 
uh, near the entrance to the building uh, so that anyone, uh, man or beast, uh, can relieve themselves comfortably uh, I, and I in luxury. I don't know, Brayden. I think that an outhouse with a lock on the outside is about the darkest thing I've ever thought of in my life. <laughs> Punishment outhouse is what it sounds like. It's gotten yeah. that dark yet. Like yeah. That sounds like that. Ax- until I choose. <clears throat> that sounds like the closet that Axel's parents used to make him stay in. <laughs> the one with the lock on the outside. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you're right. That is a, it's super emo for him to be uh, in there with his own filth. Um, can I can I give that a try? Try to shoot the the door to kind of jam it. Sure. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, an attack uh, an attack roll against this stationary target. <laughs> uh, okay. This is I'll, I'll set the. I'll do it. This is one hundred percent letting them know that somebody's shooting arrows at their tower yeah. uh, in <laughs> your stealth approach. Church. So. Just, I mean, again, that's table talk, so still do it. But I don't, it'll be I don't think... It's the least stealthy thing I can think of in my whole life. <laughs> I, they don't know where the arrow came from. Uh, I'm still in the woods. I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, in order to, uh, in order to do this um, in, in a way that is stealthy, um, and this is, this is, a, this is a, an attack, you can try and maybe um, uh, listen for noises of the forest and try and synchronize your shot, perhaps. Yeah, uh, if you that. make a successful stealth check, can um, okay, we'll try that. Can can Caven yeah. have his owl like distract the three guards playing dice while you shoot the arrow? Is that a thing? Or he or the owl? I thought they were the, the, the sounds of the forest. Or make have the owl make some noise, some hoots. Or the owl will. could 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 catch the arrow, so they don't find an arrow in the side of their own house. <laughs> Also giving away true. the fact that we're assaulting their tower. I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, what the owl is capable of. Is what I'm saying because you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's just an owl. Like he's, uh, you know, he's a good owl. He's a good boy, but he's not like super owl. Okay, uh, we're not talking like Hedwig territory or anything, right? We're talking like sub Hedwig. If, if owls are either Hedwigs or the Angry Inch, this is probably the Angry Inch. Okay, okay, good to <laughs> so, know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's um, a fourteen on the stealth check. <laughs> all right. Um, so that is a successful stealth check here. Okay. The noises of the forest have concealed you. Uh, go ahead and make your ranged attack roll uh, to see if you can pin the door shut with your with your bull, uh, your arrow. Okay, uh, with the attack bonus, that's a twenty six. Oh, that's actually pretty high. So, uh, <laughs> yes, you've pinned the door shut with your arrow. <laughs> uh, from from within, um, still under the uh, the effects of the speak with animal scroll, um, a, a snarl comes from inside the outhouse. Um, and the, uh, those who understand the language of the beasts, uh, hear, hear someone within the outhouse say, Hey guys, it's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Where where does the outhouse go to? Is there just a hole in that platform? Well, most outhouses, uh, have a structure on which you sit and then there's a a big old, uh, poo ditch underneath. Yeah, I think the, the... Outhouse is on the on the forest floor. On the forest oh, floor. gotcha. Yes, it out. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. it is on the forest okay. floor, not too distant from the entrance to the garden level. Okay. Right, because there are a couple of huts over there too, right? Yes. Yeah. If uh, if so, I'm going to report to to Axel and Tana uh, that this happened, and uh, say that. We, so what's going to happen is this bear is going to get out. He's going to see an arrow, a very human arrow, stuck in the wall. 
Half elf Should arrow, we... thank you. <laughs> a, very, a very half elf arrow here. Should we uh, either get try to get rid of that arrow or capitalize on this? Like, would it be worth sneaking over there and trying to wrap rope around this and reinforce it so the bear doesn't bust his way out or bellow and uh, get his friends to come over and discover our ruse? Uh, I mean, if there's an arrow and the animals are going to find the arrow, maybe we just attack the animals. So we stop them from getting over there. So like, so we could use like, the bear as bait. But I mean, we we still don't know. Like we've seen these three, but we know that there's some transmorg transmorgified guards running around here somewhere that we haven't seen. So in theory, yeah, if we, if we run over there to attack the three, like we could be overwhelmed very quickly. I, yeah. I know you're not super smart, axe, but like pretty sure the animals are the transmogrified guards. <laughs> I'm just saying. The goat implied there was a lot of them. He said he spent a lot of gold. Yeah. Yeah. So there definitely could be more guys inside the huts or what have you. I'm on Axel's side here. Uh, there, could, there could be some more inside the huts. Thanks, Kevin. Um, you my necro. Like, um, I don't care what they say about I'll, you. I'll, I'll, necro. Um, I'll, I'll raise you first. Uh, I want to see the things that I have seen. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just uh, that bear. Eventually, is gonna bust out of there because he's a bear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burn it. <laughs> Did you walk up during the conversation? No. <laughs> it's just I'm just sending telepathic messages. Are you yelling back from your stealthy position? <laughs> yeah. Burn the uh, house, guys. Um, I like the bear like- in there. We probably only have about a minute or two before the bear flips out. Yes, the bear the bear is making more a ruck, more and more of a ruckus as you uh, as he begins to suspect that this is not just a joke played by the apes. If only I had mage lock, but nobody memorizes that spell. Um, yeah, I'm gonna send my owl down <laughs> to grab the arrow. All right, uh, can you do and a open swoop? the door for the bear? Uh. I don't know. I feel kind of like an act of violence undoing Brayton's cool thing. Uh, There's like player versus player server <laughs> stuff, but I don't know if I want to force a confrontation just yet. Um, can um can any of our party throw their voice over there and pretend to be the apes, like he's like they're fucking with the bear? <laughs> this may, really makes some chaos. Who's got a good acting skill? <laughs> we can all sound like apes. Um, or we could, you know, the bear, we could take advantage of the bear being tied up and try to jump the apes as well. Cause the apes are kind of in the woods, right? Or are they on the platform? Uh, they're on, they're at ground level. Uh, they're near the platform. Uh, I would say from the outhouse and from the platform, they're about, uh, 40 feet away. So we could cause a, we could draw the apes a little bit further into the woods and try to jump them. So and like then... what I, what I was saying all along then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, we, we could do that as well. Um, and then just uh, the bear won't join us for a little while. I mean, in that way, the arrow trick, in addition to forcing combat very early, did save us a round of bear time, probably. Yeah, and I could shoot the bear in the back when he comes to chase you. Well, you could have done that at any well, point, too. It, it, it would also be in the back of the outhouse, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you, do you guys want to do that? Is that the plan? Yeah, I'm fine and with sneak that. Sneak attack on the apes. Yeah, draw them over into the woods. Sneak attack the apes. And then if we get overwhelmed, if like these huts open up and a thousand Dr. Moreau's start flying out, we can scatter and regroup. Because there's only four of us. Sounds like a goat. And a goat and a bones. Mr. Bonesy. Um, Let's do that. 
so let's head over um, by the uh, where the apes are, but outside of the range of their hearing where we can draw them in. All right. And uh, uh, what kind of uh, what kind of range do you want to get on these uh, on these apes? So I, I know some of you are maybe going to want to use ranged combat or something like that. I mean, I think Caven uh, and I can be pretty pretty far back, but Axe is going to have to get up close and personal. And right. Bonesy. And Bonesy, too. Yeah. So. All right. Anybody who's trying to get up close and personal, uh, please roll a stealth check, and then we'll begin combat. We'll see if they're surprised. Okay. Can Does somebody... Bonesy run? Do I roll stealth for Bonesy? Um, for... I forgot all about Bonesy. Um, let me... <clears throat> Um, let me go ahead and add. Uh, is Bonesy a skeleton? Yes, very much so. Right, I've got to add a skeleton to this encounter. Uh, let's see. And I'll name him Bonesy. How did you come up with that name? Uh, most, <laughs> mostly uh, because he's made of bones. Uh, yeah, that's pretty creative. I mean, right, that's what D is all about. Right back. Thirty uh, seconds. All right. Excellent. So I, I'm ready to, to kick things off. Okay. Uh, um, actually, before, and, before uh, we before we do this, I'm gonna um, I'm actually gonna bring something up, uh, guys. Uh, before we do this, I just want to be certain of the thing that I made fun of Axe about earlier. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and cast cast a spell and make sure that these animals are actually transmogrified uh, brutes of some sort. So uh, I'd like to cast detect magic as a ritual. Sure. On on the general area of the apes. All right. So you spend uh, the ten minutes required uh, summoning the magical forces to cast that ritual, um, and this whole area just lights up uh, okay. with transmogrification magic. Um, the bear, the, tr- the the tree fortress, the apes, even the outhouse. <clears throat> magical outhouse. Magical mm. outhouse. What if we stole that and took it back to? Brian's brilliant bungalow. <laughs> Udalix resist- resilient outlaw outhouse. <clears throat> the omen's tiny shit house. <laughs> so okay. So, uh, yep, yes, confirmed. They are indeed, mm-hmm. confirmed. <laughs> okay. So um, I have to roll a stealth check because I'm getting up close. Yes, and that's going to be contested by their by their perception, okay. their passive perception. So is that that again as a d twenty? Yeah, that's a d20 plus your stealth skill. Oh, Lord. Okay, so the d20 is 17, and my stealth skill is plus 2, so that's 19. That's pretty good. That's not bad. I'm a light on my feet. Approaching close to those uh, to those apes. Is, uh, do I roll stealth for... Does Bonesy have stealth, or do I just roll a d20, or how does Bonesy work? Mm, uh, for Bonesy, I will roll for him. Um, okay. And let's see... See, you're going to be glad you got those boots now. Yeah, that's probably true. All right, so uh, Bonesy uh, failed his stealth check, which means he does, not get, uh, he does not get to participate in a surprise round. But, uh, uh, but he'll still do his, his very best. I'm sure he wants okay. to make you happy. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get um, initiative from everyone. Oh, yeah. Grimdark. Um, uh, 15 plus 4, 19. Axe hole. Uh, 11 plus 2 is 13. Tana. I've got a 18 plus 1, 19. Speedy Tana. 
Kaven. Uh, and 17 plus 3, 20. Feinthier uh, rolls a 19. Ooh. Um, and let's just go down the list and I'll roll for all of my... Is the goat participating in the stealth attack? The goat is right at the back. He's right behind Bonesy. Awesome. There's a goat um, at the back and he's ready to attack and his eyes are square <laughs> with the sun. <laughs> and fight! Alright, so Kaven, uh, you rolled the highest, so you can begin. Oh, yeah. Um, that's me. Uh, so I can see these guys. I'm going to, uh, whichever is the closest... Uh, actually, um, I'm going to cast uh, Haste on, uh, I think, Grimdark. No, I'm going to cast uh, on Axel. Grimdark is still... I'm going to cast Haste on Grim, uh, Axel. So uh, you now, Axel, uh, get plus two AC. Um, your speed is doubled. You have an advantage on deck saves, and you get one extra action. Okay. So you can Which do means a, you get to attack an, three times. Yeah. Three so attacks. I get to attack three times. Awesome. Yep. Get them, my champion. Powerful attack. And then I'm going to move to be behind some trees. All right. <laughs> no. Oh, and then uh, uh, Bonesy gets to go on my turn too, right? Yes, he does. All right. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't Bone... get to be in the surprise attack. Right? Oh, you're right. This is the surprise mm-hmm. round. That's um, correct. So, uh, so Bonesy does not get to go yet. He goes next round. That's correct. Okay. Uh, Grimdark. Okay. Uh, I do not want to sh- start firing arrows until somebody else has started to engage. Can I hold my action? So when you hold your action in fifth edition, you you absolutely can, uh, but you have to state what you're waiting for and what you're going to do. Okay. Uh, once, uh, let me see. Uh, do would I know the initiative order, or could I make something like that? Um, you can. You can. Uh, I can tell you. Uh, oh. It's okay. not. Too, too meta to do that. Everyone should know that. It's uh, going to be Kaven, uh, then yeah. Grimdark, Tana, Feinthier, okay. um, the bear in the shithouse, um, <laughs> Axehole, okay. um, the, the apes, and Bonesy. Okay, so then after Tana uh, hopefully shoots a spell at them, I will shoot my arrows at them. All right, so after Tana hits them with a spell, you will shoot arrows at them. That's right, correct. So Tana, hit them with a spell. All right, I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to, uh, she's going to kind of spin her staff above her head and point it at the closest ape, and a beam of lightning is going to lash out from it. I'm casting Witch witch Bolt at this ape. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that is a 13 plus 8, 21. That's a hit. All right, and that is going to be D12 damage. That is 8 lightning damage. To the nearest ape. Yep, and uh, that ape uh, is going to continue to take 1d12 lightning damage on each of my turns for the duration, if, if I choose. Alright, so I'll let you know uh, the apes. Uh, there are three of them. Um, and so the ape that you have just struck is the tallest ape. Oh, good. Yeah, he's the he's the tallest ape. And um, as... The alpha ape. As those who understand the language of the beasts from the continuing magic of the scroll uh, hear them <laughs> discussing amongst themselves, that ape seems to be called Groburn. Uh, and the <laughs> other two apes are named Digby and Sienna. Um, so you've just struck Groburn with your magical spell, uh, and he is uh, crackling with arcane energy. He's my uh, absolute favorite primate. <laughs> 
My name is Josh Groburn. Uh. <laughs> Grimdark, um, you, you see an opening as the, okay. as the arcane energy crackles. Uh, I will uh, fire two arrows. The first one is uh, 28. A hit. And the Palpable. second one is 16. I'm sorry, 17. Both uh, true arrows striking their target. Were you aiming okay. at the same ape or were you aiming at various different, apes? Different ape. All right. Uh, the uh, shortest ape. All right. That would be Digby. <laughs> all right. Digby goes, goes down. down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's, it's a pitiful combined total of eight damage. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I get to add my damage twice. So that's 12. All right. So uh, Digby uh, takes two arrows in his massive ape-like back. Uh, well, not ape-like. It's indeed an ape's back. <laughs> and um, uh, cries out in pain uh, and starts shouting loudly. Uh, the he sound of the down, crackling and the, the sound of the, uh, of the crackling ape and the shrieking ape re echo off of the trees uh, nearby. Um, a, their call is answered from the shithouse. Uh, um now, uh, that means it is Feinthier's turn. Uh, Feinthier uh, charges into battle um, and levels his horns at the nearest ape. Uh, those who understand him uh, hear him shriek, uh, but he makes no comprehensible words. It's only a battle cry of an angry, angry beast. Uh, and he is dodged by a nimble ape. Ooh, um, <laughs> a fucking useless goat. I'm going to have to do everything. <laughs> Axe hole, you're up. Um, <clears throat> do I need to? I have three actions, but do I need to run over there? And does that count as an action? To get that does close not count to as an action. No. Uh, that's your movement move. is not an action. You can move up to your full speed, and I believe you've been hasted, so you can move quite a lot. Okay. Double. So, so the very yeah, you should be able to move eighty feet. Yeah. So the very first thing I want to do is um, I have three javelins on me, and I want to throw one of the javelins at uh, Crowburn, who was who. <clears throat> Tana just recently hit. That's the the ape still crackling with arcane energy. Correct. It smells like a burning ape. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst smell in the world, or the best, depending on what you think about burning apes. So I roll. I'm when sorry. we live with a necromancer, we know what bad smells. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very true. Um, so I'm rolling D. I don't quite remember how to do the damage. So help me out. Sure. You're roll, uh, you're so first, you're going to roll. Um, oh, somebody, you can you can help. Oh no, you're fine. All right. So, um, to for your for your javelins, you're going to look uh, next to the javelin on your sheet and find the modifier, and you'll, you'll roll d20s for each of your three javelins. Um, and I'll tell you if those hit, and then you'll roll damage for each one. So let's work out if they hit. Okay. So I'm just throwing one of the javelins because I I want to after this I'm going to run over there and beat them up. I just want this to be like the forward thrust. If that makes All right, sense. Go for it. Okay. So that's a nine. And then two. I don't know quite. What do I add to that again? My... Yeah, I can. I can take a quick look at your sheet for your javelin skills. Yeah. Are you? Uh, do you have javelin skills? Sweet bow hunting skills. Uh, let's see here. I guess that would just be a ranged attack roll. It is. Uh, I. Oh, this was a terrible idea. <laughs> so it's just plus your dex, right? Yeah, it would be plus dex plus proficiency probably. Yeah, it looks like you're a plus eight 
sorry, plus eight with that javelin, and it's a one d six plus okay. five. Okay. Okay. Cool. So that's seventeen, and then and then I roll for your my javelin damage. pierces the leathery hide of the massive ape. Excellent. And roll for damage. And that's a d six, which is three plus five, so that's eight damage. All right. Uh, eight damage to the ape. Okay. So at this point, um, I was really hoping the javelin would kill the ape because I've been kind of used to You're in luck. Oh. The javelin pierces <laughs> the ape and it falls dead to the ground. Excellent. One eight down. Oh, really two eight well. Leave. Um, well, seeing this causes me to go into a frenzy, which I think is one of my abilities. And then I just rush over there and attack the ape that got that. Um, Got the, that has the arrows in his back. Groburn cries Digby as she sees her ally fall. She picks up her uh, she picks up her her great sword, and uh, you you attack Digby. Um, you can go ahead and roll to hit. Okay. So that oh crap a one, <laughs> and then I add uh, since I'm attacking with my axe. <laughs> I would add uh, plus eight, is that correct? Or plus five? With your great, great axe. axe, you get a plus... It would be plus eight. Uh, plus plus eight, eight, it looks like to me. So nine. All right. Uh, nine is a miss. You swing, but the ape, uh, grieving, falls to its knees, just just going under your blade. Uh, and and uh, since I've been hasted, I can, I can try one more time with the great axe, correct? Go for it. Okay. So this time, there's 10 plus 8 would be 18. That's a hit. Excellent. And D12 plus 5 is 11, 16. I don't know if I need to add anything to that because I'm frenzied. Would that just be 16 damage? Uh, 16 damage. Uh, if you're raging, you would get a plus 2 to your attack roll. He would I've get plus two to his, a, uh, to, his uh, to his damage if he's great. if he's raging. Yeah, thanks for helping with that because I have not actually had a barbarian in my party, so we're good. But uh, the swing cleaves no the problem. ape clean that's, in that's, two. That's my main guy. So. <laughs> yes, uh, and two half apes tumble to the ground like so many uh, dice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have taken out two of the apes, and now I'm just going to stand here looking around. All right, Axehole, uh, you stand nobly looking, surveying a field of uh, pieces of ape. Um, nearby, um, you you hear the brown bear uh, cry out in rage and surprise and, uh, frankly, irritation. Um, and you see one massive paw punch through the side of the outhouse. And now a bear claw is flailing, uh, flailing at the, at the rope that, uh, that's, that's tied around the outside. Um, the remaining ape picks up its great sword <laughs> um, and charges at you, uh, axe hole, and uh, swings its massive great sword. That's ten to hit. And I'm looking at my what to determine? Am I looking Your at my armor AC. class? Your AC. 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 Where is that on this page? Should be on the first page, pretty much near the front and center. Let's see the here. bottom. Actually, I have your AC. Uh, your AC is fifteen. So 
Is it lowered during rage? It should raise during rage, I believe. No. Or is it lower? I don't know. Again, I don't know how barbarians work. Uh, He he has he's he's resistant. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Magical damage, basically. That's correct. So yeah, you get resistance to piercing, cutting, and piercing, slashing, and uh, and bludgeoning damage, which means that the dam you're you're, you're not any harder to hit, but you would have reduced damage from the the damage that you take. But you take less damage. Uh, but in this case, he did miss you, uh, but he raises his sword and swings again. Uh, you can see his enormous teeth as he bears them and growls at you. Uh, and that's uh, 14 to hit, uh, which, again, is a swing. And this time, uh, the blow glances off uh, of your weapon, uh, and you stand face-to-face with this enormous ape staring one another down. Um, Bonesy. Um, actually enters the fray. <laughs> help me, Bonesy. Help me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bonesy's definitely going to help. He's, uh, you know, he knows that his life is disposable and I'll just raise him again uh, someday. So he's going to come to the, uh, do I get an advantage for fighting the ape that is engaged with Axel? Like, is there flanking uh, in 5th edition? They're uh, only for thieves, and I don't know what Bonesy was in life, but in death, he is merely your life. <laughs> he's no longer a thief. Okay. Um, but yeah, he will still, he will still try to take some of the heat off of, uh, Axehole, um, and attempt to attack the ape from behind. All right. From behind. Uh, do you know what his attacks are? No, I didn't look up skeleton stuff cause I'm bad. I can, I can look it up real quick. I've got it. Sorry. Okay. Never mind. Shane's got it. All right. Okay. A skeleton, um, a skeleton attacks. Let's say he has a short sword. Okay. Um, sounds all right. That's uh, nine to hit from Bonesy. Bonesy, it's a swing and a miss as his uh, as his short sword is bashed aside uh, uh, by the the ape who Damn defends it, himself Bonesy. carefully. Uh, this ape, having seen his his uh, his allies exploded and sliced up, uh, is playing <laughs> it safe and is defending himself well. Playing it ape. Um, oh. <laughs> now, Caven, it is your turn. Uh, how far away is that outhouse from me? That outhouse, um, if you're at the edge of the of the tree line, uh, the outhouse is about 60 feet from you. That's exactly the range of Create Bonfire. I'm going to set it on fire. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, can't, I don't want that. Uh, wow, now the whole forest is going to smell like burnt shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's your property values now, goat? Um, yeah. Definitely taking yeah, I mean, this I, down to a first order castle, am I right? Like, yeah, yeah. We can put out a fire. I just want to uh you know, to hurt this uh this bear. All right. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm gonna do. Do I need to to do anything? Uh, uh to a, cast that spell? Uh let's see. Create a bonfire. Yeah. Pretty pretty sure you just create a bonfire with it. Yeah, I actually don't know that spell. Um is that in the player's have, handbook? I might have pulled it off trip? of yeah, I I my, I pulled it from online. I don't have the player's handbook, so I I, I can read it, Shane. If you want me to? Oh, thank you. I appreciate it open. that. Uh, you create a bonfire on the ground that you can see within range. Until the spell ends, the bonfire fills a five foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space when you cast the spell must it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take one d eight fire damage. Uh, creature well, I'm must give also him dis- enter disadvantage on that saving throw because he is trapped in, in a burning no, chips. No, no. <laughs> Uh, must also make the saving throw when it enters the bonfire space for the first time on its turn or ends its turn there, and it increases by 1d8 at 5th levels. So 2d8 instead. Yeah. So uh, 2d8 damage, and then hopefully uh, 
setting some fire and causing some trouble for this guy. All right, go ahead and roll 2d8 for damage to uh, to my trapped bear. Oh, shit. I just remembered this is a magical outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget. Uh, Isn't that like a wizard rule about not burning magical items? Uh, no. Yeah, wizard rules don't so. apply to necromancer's dog. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, six is my pitiful fire damage to him. All right, the bear. Uh, it the the smell is unbearable as the <laughs> as the as the outhouse and bear are both lit aflame. Um, now, high above you, um, in the at the highest part of the tower, you hear a voice, um, and and it cries out, "My servants! What have you done to my servants? You who are you? Are you with are you with that villainous?" That villainous goat? No, it, it. What have you done to them? You've slain my beasts. And he, um, he points his wand. He pulls out a wand. You see, Uh-oh. high above you, you see a, um, uh, a wizard in a in a what looks really like kind of a dressing gown. It looks like he was getting ready for bed. Um, <laughs> and he's got, um, he's got like uh, the most wizardly thing about him is his is his beard and the fact that he's wearing a, a conical hat. Um, and um, he pulls out of his out of his sleeve a wand, and he points it down at the outhouse, and he says, uh, "Claire, attack them!" And uh, the uh, the the bear uh, begins to increase in size. Uh, so Ahmed Nok, high above you, has just cast the spell um, enlarge. Well, goddamn it! On the bear. So uh, the bear grows and grows uh, until the outhouse explodes into splinters around it. Um, and uh, there you see a bear twice its normal size. Um, and it rears up and finally seeing the area around it, uh, it uh, spots the nearest person, which I think is going to be, in this case, uh, Axehole. Would be the nearest. It'd actually be Bonesy, I think, because Bonesy, yeah, Bonesy. Uh, Bonesy's fighting the guy who's fighting from behind that is a good point so yeah the nearest creature would be uh would be bonesy um, sacrifice so... bonesy just uh <laughs> well that's what he's for <laughs> i yeah, care more about than bonesy it's true right. can't re oh, i would re-raise axel none of you guys are gonna <laughs> die on my watch you all come back as skeletons so good it's all i've ever wanted yeah so, so from promise me if i die that uh, you won't let the necromancer bring me back i just i can't i can't handle life as a zombie <laughs> yeah there's no there's no choice there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I've seen the other side. You don't want that. <laughs> I saw the face of God. He was crying. You, don't you, want you saw the face of your God, not mine. <laughs> A forever dilating eye that wept yes. eternally. Um, so, Grimdark. Is it metal? It's super metals. <laughs> okay. Uh, Grimdark, it is how, your turn. There's a giant bear. How far away is Ahmed from me? Ahmed is about 40 feet in the air, um, and he is partially obscured because he's hiding behind a railing and an open window. Okay. Uh, okay, I want to cast Hunter's Mark on the bear, mm-hmm. uh, which gives me plus 1d6 damage uh, against him. Um, so what do I need to make a roll for that, or how does that work? I think that just, uh, just happens. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Woo! All right, so that's <laughs> that's I guess that's my turn, right? Isn't that as part of an attack? Is that how that works? I think so. Yeah, Hunter's Mark. Um, so it's a bonus action. So okay. that that means that you can still take your regular action. Yes. Oh, good. All right. Well, then, uh, since I've cast that, I should shoot him twice. Excellent. Uh, and my first roll is uh, it's a 13. Uh, which is a hit. Oh, good. And right. the other one is a, a 21. So I'm guessing that's a hit, too. Also a hit. Two. Okay. On so this that's... gigantic bear. All right. And then I get 2d6. And that. So uh, 16 plus 8 is 24 damage. Ooh, nicely done. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 24 damage against the bear. The bear is uh, is gravely wounded, uh, but in its enlarged state, it is quite durable, and it still stands. This would have killed an ordinary bear. <laughs> but this is no ordinary bear. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I took those giant slayer perks. <laughs> Noke, high above, uh, cries out to Claire the bear uh, down there. Um, says, take out their casters. They have they have wizards with them. They must be allies with my old enemy. Uh, can I can I just like talk to him? Uh, sure. Yeah. I uh, by by your old enemy. Do you mean the guy that you turned into a goat? Yes, I triumphed over him and turned him into a lowly beast. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> you, you triumphed over him, or you cast a spell on him when he was asleep? Sick burn. Both. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't call that a triumph, buddy. It was my finest hour. <laughs> Took you an hour to cast that spell? <laughs> We're well, using the wand? Submission. <laughs> Tana, it is, uh, it is your action. All right, um... I'm gonna I'm gonna see if he can work with me to make this happen. Uh, he is about forty feet up in the air. Yes. And, okay. Uh, uh, somewhat obscured. And somewhat obscured. Can I have Axel throw me toward the platform so that I can cast Misty Step in midair and try to get up to that platform? That's so cool that I wouldn't tell you no. Don't try it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run up to Axel and and uh, explain that to him. Uh, Axe, I need you to throw me at that platform. You want me to do? Oh, yeah. You throw pick, me. Yeah, cannonball special. I got this. Yep. <laughs> so what what do we need to do to make this happen? So uh, you're a gnome, right? Can yes. you give me just a general idea of how much you weigh? Uh, about forty pounds. All right. Uh, so forty pounds, and he's got to get you at least ten feet in the air, right? Yeah. It's a, so it's, a could, it's a thirty foot, thirty foot misty step. Oh, misty step All right. Yeah. How how um, tall is uh, Axel? Yeah, so he's like what six feet tall, seven feet tall. Yeah, but he's not going to throw you from like head height. He's going to have to <laughs> give you a little bit of heft. <laughs> That's true. Right? That's true. Um, so I'm gonna, is this a good I'm time to mention set... that I only throw gnomes underhanded, like <laughs> like. <laughs> Like the like the Rockford Peaches, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so how would... Here, here's how I would say say you should you should try this. Um, 
you, you're going to want to hold your action on Misty Step until okay. you are thrown high into the air. Yes. And when it's Axel's turn, uh, you're both going to make acrobatics checks or uh, or athletic. He'll make an ac- athletics check, and you'll make an acrobatics check. Okay. We'll see how this goes. All right. That's what uh, I will so, do then. All right. Holding that action. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Fine Theor Shine Bright, uh, is a transmogrifier of forms, wizard of the Ninth Order, uh, uh, jumps <laughs> really onto a nearby spirit. tree stump uh, and shouts to his um, shouts to his former former pupil, "A reckoning has come! At long last, I will have my vengeance against thee." Uh, then Axehole, it is your turn. Okay, so I'm gonna go pick up Tana, Tana. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw her towards uh, Ahmed. All right. So throwing 40 pounds of uh, dead weight, uh, mm-hmm. 10 feet in the air. Uh, I, I um, wouldn't say dead weight. Uh, help, helpful <laughs> gnome. Uh, 10 feet in the air. I'm going to set this at a uh, at a athletics check of difficulty, let's say 13. 13. Okay. So I'm rolling a d20. And I get eight. And, athletics. and then I have uh, eight, because I'm proficient in athletics, and I have an eight from there, so that's All 16. Right. Mm-hmm. So, All right, and in order for this to work properly, uh, Tana also has to make an acrobatics check of the same difficulty. All right, let's see if this this works. I'm, I'm not nearly as good at acrobatics as he is uh, at athletics. But I got a natural 20. Woo! Oh. <laughs> so we are fl- fling her into the air. <laughs> I can't wait till you get up there and get instantly killed. <laughs> All right. So you cast um, you cast Misty Step uh, right in the air. Yeah. So so, uh, so I'm gonna say can can I can I describe it? Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. So so basically what what I'm gonna say happens is I go running toward Axe and he like has his his hands together like giving me the 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 classic like launch into the air. Uh, he flings me up into the air and I do a cool flip. And while I'm flipping, I cast Misty Step. <laughs> hey, I got a natural 20, Shane. Let me have a cool flip. <laughs> How many flips do you do? Uh, just one. Just one cool flip. But it's oh, like really? a pure, it's like one of those pirouetting flips Ooh, so where cool. I'm like where I'm like spinning as well. So I so I do that and then cast Misty Step up to the platform outside the window where where Nock is. Mom, get the camera. Um, <laughs> so uh, you find yourself uh, you you appear. Next to Noak, uh, you can see him standing there in all his uh, shabby glory, uh, his high hat. And you can see he's wearing very sensible and comfortable slippers. Uh, and he starts, and he, he when he sees you, and he jumps back. Uh, um, and so now he's he's back inside of what you can see from up here is a, a is a bed chamber, a messy bed chamber. What's the matter? Scared of a gnome? Uh, he's a, what what are you you you? Get back from here, you 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 monster! Stay away! This is my home. I took it. If you took it, okay, cool. So, at least he's being honest. You're not gonna mind if we take it back, then. I'll crush you! I'll crush you! I'll turn you into a beast or a bug. I. Okay. All That's right, fine. So... I'll still kill you. And I'll do that when it's my turn. <laughs> So real because quick, down at the ground level, um, a ape. It is one of the the remaining apes' turn. But sorry, real, real quick, am I still hasted? Like, do I still get my two turns, or was that all three of my turns when I tossed Tana up? No, it oh. lasts for more than a round. It lasts for one whole minute. Okay. So, 
Yeah, I believe it's a concentration spell, so it lasts yeah. until... Oh, until uh, I stop it from happening. Until, until, yep. concentration. Yeah, you can have one concentration, or if you're damaged, please remember yes. that that ends. Yes. Yeah. It's, you, have to make a, you have to make a roll on that, right? Correct. Yeah. So I have, I, have, I have one more turn to attack the ape that's still hanging out, because we've got to kill that ape. Or no. So you, you, do have, uh, you do have an action to okay. try to kill the final ape. Um, so I will roll... Or the bear. An Which 18. Is also still there. And uh, 18 to hit the ape. That is a that is a hit. And then I will roll. What is this? so? I'm going to use my great axe, which is one d twelve plus five. So five plus five is ten. For ten damage. All right. Ten damage to the remaining ape. You swing at the ape. And it takes uh, significant damage. Um, and uh, I think that's the end of this round, except for Bonesy. Bonesy! Bonesy, finish off this ape. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, um, no pressure. You're, you're rolling for Bonesy, right? I will roll for Bonesy. Bonesy yeah, raises up his skeletal arm, and he swings his short sword at the final ape, uh, rolling... Uh, 19 to hit. His Ooh, blade strikes true. Uh, you can go ahead and roll damage. It's 1d6 plus 2 piercing damage. Yeah. Um, okay, let me find it on this uh, this thing I have found. 1d6 plus 2 piercing. 3 plus 2 piercing. 5 piercing. All right, 5 damage to the ape. Uh, the ape is stunned and horrified to see this grim visage. <laughs> Uh, attempting to slay it. <laughs> it's me from your future. Haven, <laughs> <laughs> it is now your turn. Is that technically uh, suicide? It is, it is suicide. He's part of the suicide squad. Um, I'm going to... Uh, how far away distance is a giant bear from me? And can uh, I also cast a... 30 feet. You can only have one concentration going at a time, yeah? Right. That's correct. Okay. Um, if he's 30 feet, that's exact range of Witch Bolt. Um, I'm going to drop concentration on haste and cast a Witch Bolt at right. him with the goal of keeping that going as long as I can pry the ape. Okay. Um, and I can actually soul level that up a little bit too, but let's roll to hit. Uh, so I have an attack modifier plus seven. Uh, so I roll. You just roll these spells. You just roll as an attack, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you just uh, make a ranged okay. attack. 22 total. Oh, that's without a doubt a hit upon that ape. Okay, so it's 1d12 plus 1d12 per uh, extra level. I can bump it up to a second level spell. So do 2d12 uh, lightning damage. Um, and then I damage again, uh, damage semi colon 1a if consecutive for damage again. Ends <laughs> out of range. Uh, what does that mean? You can hold this, right? So it's, yeah, just, it's like... Basically, it's, it's what I cast earlier. Okay. Uh, the the you, you just are connected to this bear by a bolt of lightning, essentially, and you can keep damaging on your turn automatically if you want. Do I do that same damage every turn, or is it reduced? Uh, I think. Uh, yeah. Afterwards, uh, yeah. I do. I can use my action to do one d twelve automatically. One d twelve. Yeah. So it, so it, yeah, the initial damage increases by one d twelve for yeah each slot above first. So ten damage for the first zap. And with yeah, a single man. zap, the ape is decimated. Oh, I thought you were trying to tear. It crumples 
and implodes in a fiery blast of witchy flavor. Am I splattered um, with ape guts? Like, am I just standing there splattered with ape guts now? Is that what's happening? Uh, uh yeah. Why not? <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Was that was that the ape or the bear that we were? The bear really is actually I'm at. Uh, well, I meant. I'm sorry. I meant to shoot the bear. Did I misspeak? I uh, I thought you were striking the ape, but uh, we. I, can... I, yeah. No. I let's rec- let's rewind. Uh, I meant the bear because <laughs> my goal was to hold this on the bear and see if I can Excellent. juke it and hurt it because it's the right. target. So, uh, bear is my goal. All right. So you did dealt ten damage to the bear. Yes, and I'm switching concentration from haste to witch bolt. All right. So the the bear is uh, is you know, crackles with energy, and it is uh, it seems like it's in intense pain, and it roars and swings its claws, uh, but it still stands. All right, singed bear flesh, and I'm holding it, so that will be next turn as well. All right, uh, high above you, uh, standing next to Tana, uh, Noke leaps onto his bed, uh, a large four-poster bed um, that sits at the center of this round bed chamber. Um, And he points at Tana and a a shower of of freezing crystals uh, explode from the tip of his finger at Tana. Uh, He's casting Ray of Frost. All right. Is that Uh, a, a save of some kind? That is. When you cast Ray of Frost, uh, I'm going to make a quick attack roll against you. Okay, it's not a save. That's... And Tana, uh, that is a, a... You're at 11 AC, right? Yes. So this is a hit. Okay. And... Tana, no! So you take only one damage, but your speed... Is reduced by ten feet until oh, the no, start I can of your only next move fifteen turn. feet. Aww, <laughs> <laughs> I think that bed's not that far away. <laughs> Actually, sorry, the, the damage is increased a little bit. It's uh, it's oh, okay. uh, seven damage. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So seven total. Yeah, seven total okay. damage. Then that was against Tana. Uh, he stands on his bed. Uh, you know, pointing his wand at you, uh, having just cast this spell. Uh, meanwhile, uh, downstairs, the bear uh, continues to roar. Uh, Grimdark, it is your turn. Okay. Um, uh, I want to shoot the bear and then try to make a run for upstairs. All right. Everyone uh, do actions that rhyme from now on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I actually I want to take that back. Um, no, you know what? I'll make a run for it. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. So the first uh, first attack is a uh, twenty four to hit, Ooh. and the other one is a nineteen to hit. All right. Uh, both of those are hit. Okay. So this is a two and two, and that's uh, twelve plus eight is twenty damage. Oh. All right. So the bear crumbles before you. Your arrows uh, pierce its enlarged vital places uh, and it falls, shrinking as it does so, and as it shrinks back to its original bear size, you can see the beginnings of it returning to human form Uh, and you see before you a mercenary uh, by her clothes uh, lies before you dead. 
Sorry, lady. I can can <laughs> can someone can someone make a check on the clothes and make sure she wasn't a member of Brian's song? <laughs> <laughs> we'll check her later. We'll check it later. <laughs> Tana, it is your turn. Uh, all right. Um, do I need to step into the room or anything to get a clear, clear shot at him? You're both standing within the room, um, okay. so you've got a clear shot at Nuke. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and throw another fireball at him. Oh, holy moly. He's okay. going he's, he's gonna to take some damage. So I'm going to go. He needs to make a deck saving throw. I'm just going to go ahead and roll the damage. Right, that's uh, 31 damage. All right, that's uh, 14 for the dex save. So is that cut in half? Uh, my my save DC is 16, so no. Oh, holy moly. How much damage is that? He's going to take 31 damage. Holy oh. moly. Okay. Wow. Goodbye, tower. About fireball. <laughs> Goodbye, tower. It's, it's, it's been nice. nice. <laughs> So you see, as it as your fireball crackles around him, um, he has cloaked himself in magical energy, um, n- the uh, the spell known as uh, Mage Armor, and he has withstood a little bit of that damage, but most of it did go through. All right. Let's see. Holy moly, that, that is frying him up. Okay, that's, that's the goal of fireball. So now. Um, then Feinthier, uh, charges up the pathway into the, uh, into the garden. Um, and everyone else downstairs, uh, is standing over a pile of, um, dead beasts slowly reverting to human form. Um, do we still have one ape to we kill? Have... Yeah. No, the, yeah, there... oh, you do indeed have an ape <clears throat> to kill. <clears throat> I was confused. Because an ape the... for the killing. <laughs> an ape remains. <laughs> So as you see before you, uh, a single ape uh, stands holding a great sword uh, and begins slowly backing away from the (laughs) killing field uh, and breaks into a run. Uh, If anyone wants to try to make an attack of opportunity against the ape, they may do so. Bonesy! Bonesy! (laughs) Bonesy should probably get this one. All right, Bonesy. Are we going to throw him a bone, guys? Uh, Let's see. see. Uh, It's all in the dice. Yeah, uh, for Bonesy, roll a d20 and add 5. Alright, let's see. Bonesy, 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 Bonesy. Uh, 19! Yeah! That's a hit, Bonesy. That's 1d6 plus 2. Alright, Bonesy, 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 Bonesy. Come on, Bonesy. 8! Yes! 8! Yes! Max damage! Max damage! (laughs) So, uh, the ape is slain. Uh, It was cut down from behind by this horror from beyond the grave. Uh, kiss him bonesy (laughs) give him skeleton kisses (laughs) he does so why do we Uh, hang out (laughs) bonesy begins going around and collecting the bits of ape that litter the battlefield Um, you know me so well now um, so we're back with Kaven and Kaven you stand at the uh, on on the ground floor uh, beneath Mm. the garden level um, all foes near you are dead. Yes. However, before Caven takes his action, I'd like to just, uh, Tana is going to turn around and like kind of poke her head out the window a little bit and just say, come on up, the fire's great. 
or roast some apes. Um, <laughs> I am going to, uh, before I head up, um, I want to, uh, yeah, I don't have to hide this from the goat. I'm going to yell to, uh, to Tana, uh, or I'm going to, you know, motion for everybody to run up. Uh, but then I'm going to yell, uh, get the wand. I would like to get that before that goat gets that in case that goat wants to get goatly revenge on uh, all the snuggling I gave him. Uh, yeah, we'll, so. uh, we'll definitely get the wand before the goat does. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and then I'm just going to take uh, my, my action to, to get up there as much ground as I can cover. Uh, so my speed, it's just standard elf speed, which, 30 yeah, 30 feet. So I'm, and I'm doing a full, uh, that's all I'm doing is, is moving. Right. So. so I guess you so could 30 feet then. Uh, you could. And that would be 60 feet. So 60 feet can get you um, to the doorway to the main level um, and where you find a locked door preventing you from continuing forward. Well, that's what it thinks. Um, but that's, I'm out of I'm out of uh, moves there, right? I did sixty mm-hmm. feet. That's, that's it for true. me. Yeah, you crossed okay. through the uh, the garden, which was beautiful, uh, but otherwise unremarkable. Uh, where where the goat hasn't made it up past this thing, right? Is the goat in the, the garden the still? Garden. Uh, the goat yeah. is in the garden. Yes. Yeah, the okay, go- goat, the goat the is still near me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's that's my turn. We're and in the I'll garden. Figure right? out, I'll figure out this lock afterwards. All right. Now, if, if only I'd stayed down there. I have knocked. <laughs> <laughs> so that means it is Grimdark's turn. Okay, uh, with the grappling hook attached to the rope that I have in my back, uh, I'm going to uh, attempt to throw that up there. Um, yeah, towards the top floor and uh, and okay. climb up. Great idea. Oh, uh, thanks. So to hit the railing <laughs> with that grappling hook, uh, you can make a ranged attack. So do a d20 plus your dex. Okay, d20, uh, and you're going to want to hit. This is 30 feet, so I'll say DC 15. Okay, I got an 18. Yes. So good. That's a hit. So you have you have now to climb that rope, um, and your climb speed is going to be half your move speed. Okay. Um, and uh, so you are going to... What's your, what's your full move speed? 30, so I'm going to make it about halfway up, I think. All right, yes, that's about right. So you make it about halfway up the halfway up that rope. Yeah. Tana up there, what are you what are you up to? Uh I guess I'm gonna attack again. If that's, All right. uh, if that's what um, Oh I'm sorry, I skipped Noke in the order. You did. So I wanna mm. I wanna go ahead and give Noke his turn. Um because oh what a turn he has. Uh oh. Uh takes his uh takes his uh his wand uh, and oh, you can see this this wand is a, a fine rod of, of wood, uh, but all the along the edge of it, uh, it has... <laughs> what is with this toad? Uh, all along the edge of it, it has these iron bands uh, that have been kind of bolted onto the outside of it. And you can even see the occasional spark kind of crackle off of these iron bands on the wand. Uh, and he points the wand uh, at the bed underneath him, and he's got terror in his eyes. His hair is on fire. He's patting it out. Um, <laughs> and uh, he mumbles some words. Um, and the bed begins to rear up. Um, the, uh, the sheets kind of spread like wings. Uh, the pillows uh, explode. And the feathers festoon the, uh, the, the, the edges of the bed. Uh, the, the mattress uh, 
curls into a, the, a long and, and sinewy form of some sort of great lizard. Uh, and what you see before you is uh, like a cross between a bed and a coatl. Bed dragon. It is a, indeed a bed dragon. Bed dragon. Mm. No, um, is it is it a bedraggled bed dragon? A bed that eats people. <laughs> so um, now that he has done this, he is he stands astride this bed dragon, uh, which rises up and spits forth a shower of could it be fire? No, it's of wooden feathers. splinters. <laughs> a fifteen foot cone of wooden splinters uh, okay. engulfs Tana. Uh, Tana, could you please? Um, Make a dexterity saving throw, please. Absolutely. It's not going to be very good. It is a 13. All right. Uh, so you make your dexterity saving oh, throw. excellent. Which means that you take uh, only 12 piercing damage. Whew. Only Jeez. 12. It's a good thing I saved. That's 12 damage for Tana. Yep. Now, um, Noke also um, waves his wand one more time. Um, and you can see that he points it at you, Tana. Um, and you feel a lethargy overtake your body as he casts the spell slow. Okay. On. Oh, no. I don't, I don't even know what, spell, what <laughs> no. slow does. And... What slow does uh, is that... Um, there's a area of, of around you, a, a crackling area of energy, uh, where time seems to slow down. Um, you now and henceforth until the end of this spell, um, your speed is cut in half, um, and you take a negative two penalty to your armor class. Okay. And your DC for dexterity saving throws is also reduced by two. Uh, you can't use anything that gives you a reaction okay. or a bonus action, uh, regardless of your abilities. All, All right. right. Now um, we go back downstairs where outside the door uh, we have Grimdark. Or actually, Grimdark, are you on the uh, on that? You're, you're hanging from a thread, is that correct? Yeah, that's. I'm still doing that. So uh, I think it's... So, yeah, I think it's Axel's turn. I think it's Axel's turn. Yeah, I don't know if Axel has had a turn in a little bit. So that was Noke. Uh, we had Caven, then Noke, and then we have Grimdark. Yeah, Did we I went. skip Axel on the previous round when all the beasts died? I, I think, think so. We, we may have, yeah. Which is uh, all right. Yeah. My apologies, Axel. Uh, would you like to go <laughs> now, or, or would you like to uh, you like to wait until the actual point in the order? You can go ahead, and take your turn now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Before I do anything, I want to kind of shout out to my compatriots because it's going to take me a little while to get up to the bed dragon. Do you want me to rush up there to attack the bed dragon, or would I be better served tackling the goat and making sure it's bound so it doesn't get the wand while we're distracted? <laughs> well, you know how keep, keeping in mind about my tackling and binding skills yeah, are not the, that great. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the goat is at a choke, choke point with me. Um, okay. And I don't think that the goat will be able to get the wand back either, but I'll keep an eye on the goat. Okay. Yeah, I gotta uh, say that I'm not super worried about the goat getting the wand because it doesn't have hands. 
Do you, do you need hands to use a wand? Well, I mean, it, it took the... Do you remember when I tried to put the thing around his mouth and it just took it off with its, like, little... Uh, like, dexterous little paws or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, it was the scariest that thing I've ever true. fucking that seen. Yeah, it was miserable. Terrifying. I hated it. <laughs> yes. I've never been more scared in my life. Uh, of a goat. It's like watching an octopus solve a puzzle. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's unnatural. The, uh, yeah, so, no, I, I'll keep an eye on the goat. Okay, so... Okay. Um, you come up... I mean, either way, though... You're going. We have to get through this door, so you can come up to the, yeah. uh, the or, choke point or, we're at. Yeah, yeah. Or you so, can go try to climb up the ladder that Brayton is on. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, yeah, because I was closer than Brayton when he threw it, so I should be able to get up the the, the grappling hook in one turn. Am I right? It can only support me. Yeah, you sure can. Uh, if you're <laughs> if you continue to climb, you'll reach the top with your full movement. Um, uh, but from there, you'll still be about five feet from the bed dragon. Okay, so I should probably go see uh, the necromancer whose name I just forgot and go check out that locked door to see if I can maybe bash Kevin. it in. Yeah, or Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, see if you can. Yeah, see if you can charge yeah, up that this door. Work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's go. Let's go try to knock down that locked door. All right. As you uh, as you charge towards the locked door, uh, you find your friend standing in front of it. Um, do you have any sort of lock picking ability? Not, not at all. No, I'm just. This you is strictly a, a smash and dash situation. All right. So go ahead and make an attack against that door. Okay. So I will roll that. I rolled a twenty. All right. Nice. Okay. And do I do a damage roll now for like my... wasting a wasting a crit on a inanimate object? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm taking it where I can get it. All right. Um, am I using my unarmed attack? Yep. Or your attacks. Oh yeah, wait. Is it? I can just use my great axe, right? That seems like way. Yeah, better, you just better, bash right? it in with your axe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> use the flat part of it. And that's a five plus um, five. Five, yeah. So ten. All right. Uh, ten damage to the door leaves it um, leaves it shattered, but not completely <laughs> open. Uh, you've torn through it, but it still looks like it would require a, a feat of strength to push your way through. Can you make a strength or a strength athletics check? Okay, so um, I can do a strength athletics check because I'm I'm proficient in both of those. I'm proficient in athletics, so that's a that's a d twenty again, right? Correct. That's seventeen plus eight. It's twenty six. All right. the The door barely stops you as you barrel through it. And what Excellent. you find on the other side um, is a room strewn with papers. Um, there's several desks with uh, various kind of alchemical reagents uh, everywhere. There's um, there's some large treasure chests against one wall. There's an ornate rug that really ties the room together. Um, and could I get a perception check from you at this point? Okay. And I've got like a perception skill or something, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you're just going to roll against that. 11? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. So you find yourself alone in the room, <laughs> and I'm uh, suspiciously uh, alone. <laughs> and I just, I just want to look back and say, "Hey, uh, um, Caven, come in, get in here, and do your wizard shit." I'm, I'm all out. <laughs> all right. So I guess that we return in the order to Grimdark. Okay, I will climb. <laughs> All right, Grimdark, you reach the balcony uh, and you enter the room and you find uh, 
now that you're standing next to your friend Tana, who is uh, moving slowly, and you can see that she's under the sway of uh, of the spell. Meanwhile, the uh, misshapen bed dragon uh, rises high above the, above all of you and uh, spreads its bedsheet wings. Mm. Atop it, Noak cackles. He says, "I will kill you." Uh, okay, great. Um, does uh, really Tony does Tony look uh, injured? Um, looking not looking great. She's got some some cuts and stuff. How would you say you're feeling, Tana? Uh, I would say I'm not feeling great. Okay. Feeling, um, if, I, if I had if I had to put a number on how I was feeling, it would be like 16 out of 35. Okay. Like would you say that's metric. an adequate? That would be an adequate time for me to use my one healing spell. I, I wouldn't be opposed. Okay, I will go ahead and, <laughs> and do uh, cure wounds. Excellent. Uh, which is, I think, one d eight health. Yeah, I think cure right. wounds gives you one d eight, unless plus... you're casting it with a higher level slot. No, I'm not. One d eight plus your not... spell casting ability modifier. Uh, which is. Uh, Spell your D8 plus that. Yeah. So how much? Uh, how much health did you just restore? Uh, Brian, you want to roll this? Or do you, you want me to roll it? It doesn't yeah, matter. You go ahead. It's your, right. it's your health. All right, I got three plus five, right? Yeah. All right, so I got eight back. All right, Tana, a surge of health uh, percolates through your body. Feeling much um, better. And it is now your turn. All right. Well, I mean. I don't want to be a one-trick pony here, but, like, he summoned a bed dragon. I guess I'm going to throw another fireball at him. Indeed. All right. So, cast your fire. Okay. Twenty-nine damage. Twenty-nine damage. That's a uh, dex save again. So the bed dragon, um, if you find, is particularly flammable. Um, so, <laughs> as evidenced by the fact that it's a bed, it's <laughs> it, it, it is now uh, <laughs> it is now a light. Uh, it, the pillows went first. Um, they exploded with fireballs of their own, and then uh, the four poster legs, uh, and it's. Canopy were in, engulfed. Um, it is still burning as Ahmed Nook still tries to ride it, trying to trying to turn this stupid, uh, hastily made beast uh, so that he may ride it out of the building and to safety. Yeah, but um, you think you're real cool now, don't you? Mm-hmm. So um, yes, it being vulnerable to fire damage has taken uh, double damage. All right, so that's fifty-eight then. Fifty-eight. Ouch. Then, however much Ahmed took. Mm-hmm. Ahmed then takes... Let's see here. Minus... Oh my goodness. All right, the fire, the fire continues to consume the bed dragon. Um, but as the fire from the burning bed uh, rises up and smoke fills the room, Ahmed Noak 
um, clutches at his wand as he himself catches fire. His bur- his beard goes first, his pointy hat, um, his wizard's uh, slippers all are immolated as he falls from the back of this terrible beast and rolls dead or unconscious to the floor. I, Are you giving me the option? Well, yeah, I guess, but, you know. <laughs> or, or are you just saying that we can't tell if he's dead or not? Yeah, you can't really tell if he's okay. dead or not. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you make that that choice. Then. Yeah, he's he's certainly on fire, um, <laughs> and he's not making a lot of noises, which is never a good sign when you're on. Fire. A lot of dunks. <laughs> Finefear charges through the door, uh, and, and no, geez, uh, this guy. And Finefear rolls it up into the room and starts uh, uh, leaping onto some low furniture, um, and he says, "Ha ha! My enemy is slain." Yes. Give me the wand. Take up the wand and transform me back quickly. Drive right, away of... the his transformed beast. Are we out of combat? Uh, you are not. The bed dragon still lives. Okay, the bed, the bed dragon still lives. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I can I yes. still pick up the wand? Um. Yeah, you can. Okay. I, I'm just it. gonna pick up the wand. I'm not gonna cast it, cast mm-hmm. anything. Obviously. That's right. Uh, so we're back down to Axehole, who is um, just a few feet away and can charge up the nearest staircase to reach you. Um, Axehole, do you want to try and make an attack on the bed dragon? I would like burning. to try to make an attack on the burning, because uh, I have a resistant to fire. <laughs> I'm resistant to fire because of my dragon blood or what have you. So let's rush and up there. And, and, and I'm still raging, I think. So like, let's go fuck a bed dragon up. <laughs> fuck a bed dragon. Hey, up. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Remember that run. time in high school we fucked that bed dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget, old friend. So I rolled a 19. Oh, you strike it. And... Uh, climbing aboard this burning uh, furniture fiend, uh, you start dealing its damage with, uh, I believe, your axe, is it? Or? I haven't let go of my great axe yet. All Smart. Right. And I'm going to do a whole two plus five damage, so seven damage. Plus another two. Plus another two because I'm enraged, so nine. Because you're raging. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So the the dragon writhes uh, and flaps its uh, its wings, which have now lost their bedding, uh, but it still lives. And I still have my second turn, correct? So I can can swing again. Swing again, Axehole. Swing again. (laughs) <laughs> um so that was a three <laughs> so i don't think that's gonna do very much that's I'm with a flap miss of it. its mighty wing it throws you to the floor excellent okay good 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 it's now trying to escape uh, it seems to be turning to try and uh, try and make its way towards the window uh but before it can take that action caven it is your turn Mm. I'm still. I was down at the door. I haven't been been up yet. Can I run oh. up like Axel did? You sure can. Okay. I think we might have might have missed a turn, but that's okay. Uh, me and me and Bonesy uh, run on up uh, to that area, and it's trying to get out the window on the other side. Um, yeah, like I don't necessarily know that it's an evil bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, is it just trying to get away? At this point. Um... It's hard to it's hard to interpret. Uh, if you want to really see what you can tell about what this um, uh, dragon shaped piece of 
of transmogrified furniture, given a simulation of life, uh, is thinking. Maybe you could roll an insight check. Yeah, let's yes. let's let's really dive deep into this. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, dive into this. <laughs> let's let's see let's see exactly what's going to be going on in the in the bed's mind. That's what I want to hear. Uh, I have a twelve on insight. All right, you peer into its mind, and just just as you peered into the afterlife. In those many oh, rituals no! you took, and you can see <laughs> too deep. the chaos within the bed dragon writhes like a thousand coverlets, <laughs> tangles like sheets, uh, and uh, grasps at you like so many uh, sleeping partners stealing them. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, okay. That's all um, I got. <laughs> I just, uh, in case there's anything else to fight, I don't want to waste any spells on this thing, and I don't really have any other ranged attacks. And I don't want to engage it. So I might, uh, if the uh, the apprentice guy is down... Uh, We're not sure he's dead. He's not sure he's dead. I'll send Bonesy to do that. Uh, Bonesy to choke him. And then right. if Tate has the, uh, the wand... Um, I will just, uh, I, I will actually, I'll survey the room and look for any of this, like, remaining treasure or anything like that. Uh, Bonesy is a real shambler, so it's going to take him a couple of turns to make it all the way up these stairs. Okay. Uh, but uh, if you search for treasure, uh, you find that the room uh, contains a couple of potions of healing, uh, but surprisingly, you see very little in the way of actual coinage okay. uh, that, you, that you're able to discover. Axel okay. is not surprised by that whatsoever. <laughs> okay, I, I, I might be able to use we might be able to use this wand to make our own treasure before we use it on. We can turn the goat into gold. Oh shit! Yes, we don't have to stop by the goats into gold place downtown. No, <laughs> bypass um, that right away. Uh, oh man, I think you're doing some real good roboting, Shane. I missed that. Yeah, there's there's some real extreme roboting going on there. Yeah, I lost you guys for. A good 15 seconds there. Yeah, okay, yeah. Looks, <laughs> looks like everybody's back now, though. Yeah. All right. Can you repeat what you um, said? I was uh, I was just asking uh, what Caven does on his turn. He's just said he was searching for treasure. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my action. If uh, the uh, bed dragon makes to come back into the room or attack, uh, then I'm going to hit it with a witch bolt. All right. Um, then the bed dragon um, rears up on its um, on its headboard, and it springs out of the window. And it seems as though it was trying to take wing, uh, but its singed bedding uh, could not bear its weight, and it plummets thirty feet to the ground, um, and uh, it shatters. The saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Why do you care about the bed, Caven? <laughs> We're it's, here for the wand. <laughs> all life is precious. You don't want to so be on the other side. It's furniture. What? Coming from you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> nothing, the guy nothing. who advocated killing an orc just so and you could bring him back. back. <laughs> exactly. You can, he's gonna. Now he's probably dead, and he's not back. I despair everybody from the afterlife. That is the. Uh, that's my purpose. I'm gonna try to raise that bed. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a murky bed when I'm done with it. Um, <laughs> trying to shove its pieces inside of the the house. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna adopt it. Why don't you try it's to raise the outhouse that the bear broke while you're at it? Jesus. Because right, it yeah, was a lie. Idea. Like, but yeah, that's a good idea. Um, 
So yeah, so Tana has the wand. Um, if we're up here, whose turn is next to check on Oprento? Well, combat has officially ended uh, with the removal of the final enemy, so we are we are out okay. of turn order. Okay. Um, so anyone? Oh, okay. I will. Uh, I'll go up and stab him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were no no questions whatsoever. <laughs> Even the barbarian thinks that's a little harsh. <laughs> he tried to kill us. It's fair. Yep, he lies dead at your feet. Good. In his uh, hand, he grips the wand of true polymorph. Uh, did which, I not pick that up? Is that, is that not the uh, one? No, I you no, no, you do in, you do indeed have it. Um, okay. So you you have it, and as you observe that wand, uh, as I mentioned before, it has these iron bands that uh, cover the shaft of the wand, um, and it's still crackling. And you can see as you as you observe it a little closer, um, it has sort of formed of a long thin oak twig. Um, it, uh, do you have a, uh, a high arcana? Do you, let's see you, if you can, if you, what you can ascertain by observing this object. Okay. Go ahead and roll arcana for me. All right, that is a critical fail. Oh, so shit. it looks like he's made some sort of <laughs> modification to this wand and fitted it with some sort of bulbous rune-inscribed iron band. Um, and you see the cracks running down the wand's length, but you can't quite tell what, uh, what that might mean. All right, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold this out to to Kaven and say uh, I can't really tell what's going on with this. Do you have any ideas? Sure, Arcana check, Kaven. Uh, so I rolled a twelve plus my Arcana, which is let me scroll up. I like these character sheets, but they are like twenty pages long. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my Arcana is seven, so I have nineteen total. Hmm. All right, so you can tell that he's he's modified this wand in such a way that will allow him to cast True Polymorph more times per day. Okay. But those changes have left the wand extremely unreliable. Uh, mm. That it is a okay. dangerous tool now to use. Uh, that every use of it makes it more so. Where's Ooh, the, where's the uh, goat in all of this? What what is the goat uh, doing? He's trotting up behind you, and he he asks you, <laughs> dun, dun, please, dun. <laughs> I beg you, restore me to my form. I want to scratch the goat behind elf. its ears. I no longer wish to be a goat. <laughs> Uh, I want to rub the. Well, we have belly. a decision to make now. I Cast guess. Cast the spell. Yeah. Yeah, the house meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, go. Go in the garden. I thought we established that every time we have a house meeting, Gary, that we have to. Or I'm sorry, Kevin, that we refer to it as a ballad of Brian's song. <laughs> yeah. Ballad of Brian's song. Also, do we need to uh, uh, cast the spell to create the house before we have the, the house meeting? <laughs> Can we just have it right here? We create. I think I think we own this now if we want to. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Star Tower. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, depending, that's what we have to decide. Uh, here is uh, standing over his his dead. Uh, former apprentice, and he he turns his goatee face to you, and he says, "I realize now that I kept the secrets of of the arcane from him for too long. A human's short life is such that they they cannot be trained with the care and the 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 the, the long uh, time and the long periods of meditation that uh, a, a a high elf is able to master." He, grew, he must have grown so tired of waiting for me to share the secrets of my power with him. Can I tackle I the goat? We, I think it's time to turn him back, but we turn him back into a human. Ooh, Ooh Brayton. Just desserts. 
Wow, that's like a Twilight Zone D and section. I was I was just gonna make Bonesy ride him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> your solution is way more poetic. I don't even know what I was getting at with that. Uh, the uh, yeah, and I guess the risk is one. Uh, are we sure we're you know we're gonna get ours if he's a powerful wizard? He's not gonna fuck us up too. Uh, the danger of casting the spell using the wand. It might be dangerous to whoever is using it. Yeah, well, well, can I'm we... a little concerned that that wand is going to like blow up in one of our hands. I think we restore it, it, and then we destroy the wand. If it's really that unstable. But if he doesn't... Yeah, if we, if we, can... we destroy the wand, we don't get our gold, because he spent all of That's his gold on the, on the apes, yeah. and all right. now so we're, we're out here, on, we're, we're out here out of pocket. First. Yeah, we, just, we don't know how many uses it has left before it blows up. Um, so if we use it to make gold... Then we, it might blow up then. It might blow up when we turn Goat Boy into Human Man. Um, Can the goat use the wand to make gold for us? That would... I promise to do so, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. when you're a goat, though. Like, if you make some this gold for ABCD us now. This is an ABCD situation. Yeah. Yeah. Gee yourself out, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The issue isn't whether he's willing. It's whether the wand will blow up in his face because it's... Yeah, but if we can make him, if we can start the goat making gold, then it'll blow up in his face and not our hands. Just saying. Our, our other concern, which Kevin brought up, is that he might try to kill us if if we, we turn, turn him back, back into, into a dude. powerful wizard. Mm-hmm. Like I read this belly. My <laughs> eternal thanks if you return me to my to my form as an elf. Uh, can I make a with our weapons I'm a powerful ally. Can I can I make an an insight check to see if I believe him? Sure. Uh, that is a 17. All right. Uh, he is being truthful in that he would be your ally if you were to return him to his natural form. Well, I guess I'm I guess I'm convinced, guys. Yeah, we, we can, can turn him back into it. And we, we did a lot of. Pra- OK, I'm going to start talking about what we did, but only in terms of like fun pranks and goofs that we do to our <laughs> friends who are goats. So like That's any true. goat friends Listen. we've had throughout history, like we always rub their ears. We always scratch <laughs> right above their tail like. They love it, and it's just it's a reflex. Like in real life, I pet babies, and I know they're humans, but I still pet them like they're animals. Like, <laughs> hopefully, this goat understands. Uh, uh, so we can do it, and then the decision just becomes, uh, you know, do we? Uh, what do we sacrifice to do uh, it? Like, or who 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 takes the plunge? Because it might uh, it. it might blow up in one of our hands. <laughs> yeah, who has who? Like, which yeah. one of you wizards is is more wizardly? I, I do well, not risk death. There's no way that I am. Uh, you're the one who's holding it. It's all on you. I guess that's right. If if um not, if Tana uses the wand and dies, then Kaven can just resurrect her. So that sounds like one hundred percent. Yeah, true. But I already did. I already did some hero shit this time. Look, you did a yeah, flip. That's all you did. I, th- I think it's time for Kaven to do some hero shit. <laughs> there's literally no way that Kaven will do this. He's, uh, not, not, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just saying that. The whole point of his character is that he does not want to see the other side. Yeah, like no, he knows yeah, what's okay. beyond death. He is not going to risk Wait, uh, there, dying. There is the action of inaction. Like we could just literally look for more treasure, like kind of case this place top to bottom, put the goat out in the yard to eat some grass, and then jet. Like we could just leave. We don't have to do anything. That's one of the <laughs> get the non-standard ending. <laughs> or we go and look up the the ending on YouTube. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, get the, we'll get the Lord of Hollows ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is the deep sea. This is all. That's what this is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. I like the idea of a powerful wizard ally. I just don't. I'm not going to die. But if that ends up being all it is, like, yeah, unless I could somehow, like in in real life, there's not. This guy's been a goat for two years. Yes, he he can be a goat for another like 
week while we go get this thing appraised, right? Or go get it checked out by a, by another wizard and see how close it is to blowing up. Mm-hmm. Not, um, not to be too I think sensible. you do have two. This. You do have two two uh, powerful magic users in the room who could probably try to ascertain that to their. Do you best think we can ability. see if it's if it's good for a good for a squirt for, for casting? Yeah, well, that's that's one way of putting it. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I like sport better. Sport is, sport is yeah. Um, so you you can you can estimate uh, you 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 make a rough approximation. Uh, can I get a Arcana check from whoever wants to really inspect this thing and, and kind of check it out again? Uh, I uh, suppose I will this time, mm-hmm. unless you want to, Gary. Since you've got uh, it. how I'm I'm seven at it. How good are you at it? Uh, I'm eight at it. Okay, you you can go ahead and take it. I will. Uh, can I assist? Yeah, you can you can help. I'll the help. two of you put your heads together and make an Arcana check with uh, with advantage. Alright. Let's go ahead and roll again then. Alright, I got a, a 25 then. Pretty good. So, your estimation of this of this object is that in untrained hands, its, its use would almost certainly kill the person on whom the spell is being cast or the wielder or both. Okay. But, in the hands of a very careful wizard um, who is very skilled in the ways of magic and has a, a firm connection to the weave, uh, that it is possible to use this as intended, just as you saw Ahmed do uh, okay. as, he, as he used this object and, and successfully transmogrified various forms. Uh, okay, guys, I'd like to just make a quick suggestion. It's a then. bit of a gamble. If we're gonna if we're gonna cast this spell with this with this wand, uh, I need to be really certain that I know what I'm doing with it. So, if we can take a little while so that I can attune to this wand and spend some time studying it, then I think I am willing to cast the spell. So, in game terms, can we take a short rest so I can attune to it? Absolutely. Okay, I'll All just right. take a nap on the. Uh... Anyone who chooses. <laughs> Actually, can I just chug a couple or one of those potions that you that were sitting yeah. around the room? Yeah, definitely. Rather than, rather than uh, worrying about. Sure, chug, chug a healing produce potion. some good berries for everyone. <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirt. Can I can I look uh, at the hourglass on my wrist impatiently and also give a pointed look to Tana? <laughs> that's a two d four plus two, right, Shane? For a healing potion, yes. Yeah. All right, so let's eat. Does that put you at full? Because you also have that good berry I gave you. And it puts me at 32. How much does a good berry heal me for? Is it just one hit point? Oh, is it's it one hit berry point? that you eat, but you make a certain number of good berries? I agree. It's 10 good berries. Good berries. Uh, well, well I, need, I need three hit points to pull. Yeah, so. so you can have three of the 10 good berries I create. Delicious. <laughs> the rest we'll save for later. I, 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 <laughs> I saw where you created the good berries. I don't think they're very good. I don't want any. <laughs> I found them in the outhouse. That's what I did. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> gonna say it, but you know, have fun, Tana. So, so yeah, during this uh, during this downtime, I just find like the plushiest chair that I can find in the area, and just kind of kind of sit cross-legged in it and, and focus on the wand to attune to it. All right. So you you've studied the wand as carefully as you can, and you realize that um, that your first use of this wand may well be your best shot to successfully cast the spell because at every attempt uh, the wand will degrade further. All right. So what is that what what is that going to mean mechanics wise? What am I going to have to do here? That we need so you're to... going to have to make an arcana check to use this wand. Uh, now that you have attuned to it, uh, you can use it to attempt to cast true polymorph at any time. Okay. Anytime you do so, um, the 
Um, the wand uh, is there's going to be a secret difficulty that you will okay. roll against. Uh, and if you meet this difficulty, you will successfully cast the spell. All right. I'm going to attempt to cast the spell then. All True right. polymorph targeting fine. What do we? Oh, oh, so we're, we're definitely. Do, do not I need to make know what I'm turning him back into? Actually, <laughs> you you do. You can restore him to his true form, or you could turn him into any object or creature. <laughs> <laughs> so I can just turn him into some gold. Uh, goats for gold, after all. Um, we so are, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to. If, I, well, I but but also I believed him when he said he would be my be a powerful ally. So I think I'm going to attempt to return him to his true form. All right. Rolling an Please arcana make check. an arcana check. That is a 16 plus 8, so 24. Ah, so before you stands a tall, thin wizard, uh, high elf, who looks at his looks at his body, and he's wearing the pajamas that he was wearing two years ago, uh, the woolly, fleecy pajamas, and he thanks you, and he. Uh, begs you uh, for the opportunity to make this up to you and, and to to give you uh, to re- to repay you but he confesses that uh, Ahmed Nook spent all his gold knew it. Uh, and that he has none I knew you didn't have any gold I I'll mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was gonna try to when I was scared when I thought he was gonna give us stuff I was gonna pretend to scratch Brayton's ears and stuff just so he thinks that's just what we do to our friends. Uh, <laughs> David, let's, uh, why don't you start a bonfire? We're leaving. <laughs> Somebody's getting cranky. Um, the, uh, well, uh, hmm. can I, well, this wand is obviously no good to you. Can we hold on to this? Uh, yes. Yes, you, you may keep the wand. I, I, I fear that, I fear that parting with it he says, with a bit of bit of a goat still in his voice, uh, that I has been too. Uh, it, it was the source of so much power for me, but it has brought me so much sorrow over the last two years. I cannot bear to look at it. Please, I beg you, take it, but use it with great caution. I'm so also I, going to take some berries. He also <laughs> promises that uh, he is willing to perform in the future for you any great transmutation. Transmutations up to the fifth level are free. Mm. Uh, with Ahmed Nook. Um, he'll, of course, or, charge you only enough to cover the material components. Fine part, um, rather. Rude wolf. <laughs> May I, uh, can, I t- can I tackle the wizard one last time? Just for, like, old time's sake? Can we, is that, can we finish it off? I, I, I tackle Tanner real quick, just to show that that's how we show affection. <laughs> Tackling all around. We're rough boys, but we're fun. Rude and rough wolves. <laughs> I'm leaving. That's our new mercenary company. <laughs> so, actually, uh, find, find our, just one, one more request. Indeed. What? What can I do for you? Uh, if uh, is there any chance that you could provide me or point me towards the direction of a bag of holding? Be uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, roboted. <laughs> I, I sent him into another dimension, apparently, with that question. Yeah, asked for one in real life. And... To a wizard, he knows Candlekeep <laughs> such oddities. Did I lose I it? heard Candlekeep uh, so I robot? Yeah, you roboted out all of that. He begins, he, he tells you he will write a letter to his college at Candlekeep, uh, the wizard's college where he learned his trade, where he knows a wizard there who 
through her great wisdom, uh, has collected many great oddities, including ones such as that. Uh, that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because, like, I, you know, as you guys know, I'm a merchant on the side, and having a bag that doesn't weigh a lot would be good. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Well, she pro- he promises that that's if you all. were to travel to Candlekeep, <laughs> you would receive this, uh, for he is calling in a favor. Right, and, uh, gentlemen, I, I, I have really enjoyed this adventure. That is all I have. Thanks, um, there, are, there are no yeah, creatures waiting a lot around the corner. I had a lot of fun. Yay. Everybody thank, everybody thank Brian. Thanks, Brian. Brian. Thanks, Brian. Brian. This was yeah. awesome. This was incredibly fun. And everybody thanks Shane. Yeah, and thanks, thanks Shane. 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 Yeah, it, it was my money that made this happen. Yes, but it was Shane. <laughs> but I want to thank Shane Grace. because he put the most prep into this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, it's a fun adventure. Yeah, none, none of us put nearly as much prep into this as Shane did. So yeah. I put almost no effort into this and had a great time. I did all the work for you, basically. I know. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Jeremy's first Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, seriously, wow. thank you. This, this was a lot of fun. I, yeah, I, it's yeah. pretty fun, right? Oh, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, but people think it's stupid, but it's actually really cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've been at the, uh, I don't know yeah, if you knew I mean, this, I'm in the locker room at the local football team, and they're all thing. laughing at me right now. Yeah. And, and it's just now, autumn. You're now officially a Satanist. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, Satanist yeah. game. Yeah.